everyone. This is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Damiani. How's it going? Very well, thank you. Ian Hink. How's it going? Very well, thank you. And Brandon Jones. Fine, thank you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, let's play in for that reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week's pitch comes from Alex McMillan. Good evening, Easy Allies. I'm presenting a basketball game where your players start the match as toddlers and then age at an accelerated rate, (laughs) meaning that they will be middle-aged by (laughs) halftime and an octogenarian at the end of the game. You must utilize each athlete's unique attributes through the various stages of their lives. The game is called Time Flies When You're Dunking Hoops. (laughs) So, who's in? Damiani. Oh, God. And I get to ask a question? You may ask one question. I may ask one question. So my question is, if they foul out to Earth... Yeah. Do do fouls stay consistent across the game? And what happens if they, like, foul out? Do they age while they're fouled out? Like, or they get injured and they have to come back? Do they, like, they have to go back to the the training room to get some, uh, you know tape something like that but they can come back in the fourth quarter so they injured in the first here's my question yes you get injured in the first quarter yes. you come back in the fourth have they aged or do they still say as a toddler you will age normally okay if you follow if you foul out you age to death right there okay oh, whoa i'm more concerned about the injury like if you injure yourself in the first quarter yeah the, but come we, back we still by have fourth, doctors on hand but you'll be you'll be old you'll be in your 80s as yes. you said okay yeah um my question is... Wait, I need to know if Damiani's in or out yet. Oh, I thought we did questions first. No, no, yeah, that's I it. Yeah, we did yeah. questions first. Uh, yeah, I'm in. No, no, Damiani... <laughs> and for that? The segment is called, and for that reason... And the reason is... No, I'm no, a- you, need to, you need to set up, and for that reason, you need to give some analysis. <laughs> you have to be like, I like the blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, exactly. I don't like the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And for that reason... <laughs> yes. That is the pace I need from you, Damiani. Here, we'll just have Ian do it, and then we'll come yeah. back to you. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, my question is, uh, Kyle. Yeah. Um, so, we're aging. We have the age cycle here yes. in, in, on display. Uh, my question is, let's say I have a player. Mm-hmm. Let's call him Brandon Jones. Yes. Brandon Jones, toddler, comes into the game, ages up through the entire game, mm-hmm. and I imagine shortly after their team wins or loses, dies. Yes. Is this like XCOM? Is this a roguelike? Is this persistent Iron Man mode? Is that player dead forever? That player is dead forever. They're all clones. Ah. So you have a clone of Brandon Jones, and this is explains sure. why they, excel- they age sure. so quickly. Okay. And that's part of the story, I imagine. Yes. yes. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, I'll tell you what. I was out at the word basketball, mm-hmm. and then I was hard in uh, after that. Um, I, I'm really loving the sci-fi... Uh, kind of nature of this. Also, I I love the gameplay implications of a toddler with a basketball the size of its own head, uh, <laughs> aging into a, a capable basketball player, and then aging back out of capability, uh, and and then dying. It's a, it's a real tiny window. It's beautiful. Yeah, this is a beautiful game. I I think that it 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 transcends the typical sports game and gets into art territory. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that the controls are more NBA Jam and less realistic simulation. Sure. Um, that's my hope. Um, but I, I think this is a high concept. I think it's a great idea. And for that reason, I'm in. Great. Do yeah. you get it, Damiani? I, do. I mean, that was a lot of analysis. You don't have to go that far. Hey, I'm, I, I legitimately think this is a great idea. <laughs> All I can think of was another question. 
No more questions. I you know. get one question. I'm sad now. Assume that Phrase the answer... your question yes. in your... Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I was a... Uh, can I be... I'm going to be funny, Kyle. Okay. Yeah, please. I was hard that, out. That by all means. I was, I was hard out when you started talking about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Period. But... You can't I start a sentence with but. That's not... No. That's not starting a Put sentence. Put a comma. You said I was hard out, comma, comma, but... Comma, but. Not but, comma. Comma, but. Sorry, Kyle. You said period. You said period. No, like, never mind. It wasn't I, I a period. Him. It was just him. the word period. Kyle, and then there was a comma. <laughs> I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a funny guy. Okay. Kyle laugh. I did it. Tommyani, go. So, all right. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. I was in the whole time because yeah. this concept is amazing. Genius. This is a great game. Genius. Um, great, great, great. Yeah. This will be made in the next five years. Some developer will put this type of game out. So you should hurry up and, you know, patent this or something, get it protected before it gets yeah. stolen. Um, I liked the whole explanation answer Kyle gave me about the the injury thing. But the thing I'm still kind of the, the thing I was a little suspect on is if I'm assuming the answer is that you still age if you're on the sideline. But it would be mm-hmm. amazing if you weren't in the game. You only aged when you were on the court. Mm. So in the fourth quarter, you could substitute in a toddler. To go against all those eighty-year-olds and be like—that's not right. That's not right. That would be amazing. No, the, that the, would be the game hel- balance wouldn't be right. That would be. What are you talking about? The game balance wouldn't be right. Because I explained this to you. The the hoops raise and lower as well. So when the, when the toddlers you're saying, playing, the, saying the hoops are low. You're saying like we can't have some fantasy oh, elements as well. So like a baby can't jam. I don't jam. like the hoops raising. Yeah, like yeah, Kyle. What are you I like them being regulation hoops the whole damn time. I'm sorry, that's how the game works. Well, okay. we'll we'll give okay. some notes. Okay. You know, it's we're investing. Oh yeah, I'm still in. So, okay, Brandon Jones. Damn it! No, I know, I no. know. And for that reason, for I'm that in. reason, I'm in. Brandon sure, Jones. we'll take it. <laughs> uh, when you die, are you buried close, visibly to the court? <laughs> yes. You are incinerated close to the, the court. Close to the court. Okay. <laughs> the winning team and losing team go into separate incinerators. Okay. And, uh, you you're know. not you're not placed in an urn or some kind of receptacle. You're. You're just clones, and you're looked at as clones. Got it. You've, you've evaporated. A, a new clone is born. Back into the ether. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, I think this, uh, this, this premise is a 9 out of 10. The title is a 10 out of 10. For that reason, I'm in. Wow. Oh, three ins. Yeah. The title is the weakest part to me, actually. Well, that's... that's Time flies when you're dunking hoops? That's a good title. I guess it's good. Uh, Fast break. I have to say, we, we had so many submissions for this, uh, it was really hard to pick one. Ooh. Make a folder. Keep these. Well, that's the thing is I kind of want to like stop submissions and go through all the ones that we already got, but I realize that disincentivizes the thing that we have going on, no, which yeah, is our Patreon post. Just make a document yeah. of like all the ideas, and then we'll get rich. No, no. I made, I made that. Cl- I made it clear. The segment is don't pitch us an actual video game. Just Please make that game. Please we just talked about game. an actual yes. video game. That is a beautiful genius late, video. But like, don't pitch us your your sweet idea that you actually intend to make also, someday because it's just out there with you know, the clones thing. Yeah. yeah. The, they can go into the incinerator. I, I picture this. Yeah. The end of the thing, go into the incinerator. They get burned up. Their DNA is like funneled down into a thing. And then it's like, play again. And if you say yes, the, that genetic material, the toddlers just come out on a conveyor belt on the other side of that machine. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like the that. dead thing becomes the toddler. So it's a cycle. Yeah. Mm. The cycle of hoops, baby. Yeah, yeah. I love and that. they're all like trapped there for an eternity. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Please make this game. <laughs> Do it altered carbon style. Moving on to corrections. Uh, 
Rufus missed one. Oh, begin corrections music, please. Thank you, Jones. Uh, Rufus missed one episode. So this is actually Rufus's 100th episode. When did he miss one? We had to sing. Yeah, the battery was dead, and so we had to actually sing the intro. Yeah, congratulations, Rufus. Uh, we mentioned EA properties that need a remaster. EA? Totally forgot about Skate, which totally does. And that was repeated many times in the comments. We, get, we hear you. Uh, Jones, that cool Call of Duty oil rig level we were talking about is from Black Ops 3. The one with Hendrix in the Frozen Forest. We, Great. Troy Baker was not in that level? I thought that was Troy Baker running around, but I guess not. Yeah, it wasn't. That wasn't like that Troy guy. Baker no. these days, you know? Oh, the Troy Baker one had the weird canyon shootout that you didn't have to think while you were playing it. Basically. <laughs> that's right. But it was also in the desert and you were in a similar jet. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's why. I remember very little from that, to be honest. The training. You know what? Right? It's not the first time on this podcast that I've gotten this two, those two games confused, which is a travesty because Black Ops 3 is much better than Advanced Warfare. So Yeah, brutal. Makes me sad. Take that, Advanced Warfare. I know, we were talking about Sledgehammer last week. All right. Uh, Wait, the Peter Gabriel Warfare's not a bad Call of Duty. It's just Black Ops 3 better. Yeah. Sorry? The Peter Gabriel's on? No. Sledgehammer. No. Another reason that Dragon Ball Fighters online yes. drop-off could the have happened one. is yeah. that it has a lot of online issues, a lot of connection issues. We should have brought that up. So, yeah, if they're dropping 80% and people are having a bad time online, that's probably a key factor. Uh, uh, the PC version of Deadly Premonition is apparently not that good, Jones. Okay. Oh. The official recommendation of the Easy Eyes community is the Xbox 360 version. Got it. Cool. I want to play that game. I do, too. I've never actually played it. Uh, There's the, a board game of it out. Don't do that, though. should play the... The DeLorean S car in uh, Burnout Paradise was one of the legendary cars, so you had to pay money for it. Uh, it was not a free uh, DLC item. Uh, End corrections music, please. Now, uh, for more I'm actually not done correcting. Oh, good. Whoa. But this next thing is so huge. It's like basically a new segment. Uh, I, it would be annoying to run the, the corrections music over all of it, but I think it's all insanely interesting. And so I think the segment's called Wikipedia Rabbit Hole. We had one last week. <laughs> we definitely had one when I was talking about Sledgehammer last week. So, yeah, we got one again. We got this week. So I think I think that maybe this will be recurring. I don't know. But uh, I want to talk about Pandemic. Because yeah. because the correction was that no, they're mercenaries. Yeah. 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 And and EA owned them for a little while. Yeah. And so I was like, EA owned pandemic. Let me let me dig into this. Oh, yeah. What have they, they made? Them. Um. They did. Uh. They made mercenaries. Uh. Battle fr- Battlefront. Front. Yeah. The first two Battlefront games. Uh. And we'll get into this. Uh. Uh. Destroy all humans. I think is the three oh, games I'm most known for. Yeah. Ooh, good death. Yeah. Exactly. So in 2005. Uh, Pandemic and Bioware were merged at one point, uh, but remained kind of separate and autonomous uh, on their own. Uh, and I said that's kind of like what happened with THQ and uh, D- THQ Nordic, excuse me, and Deep Silver a couple of weeks ago. They were also like they've merged as well, but now they're they're two separate uh, developers studios still. Anyway, at that time, 2005, uh, the holding company was called Bioware Pandemic Studios. So the two companies are basically owned together in this holding company. Uh, so here's, I was reading about this on the Eurogamer article from 2005. Uh, the deal was crafted by Elevation Partners, the private equity firm headed up by former EA president, John Riccatello. And I said, wait a second, former? When was he not EA? So here's what's really cool. So from 1997 to 2004, you know, EA's heyday, making money, making yeah. cash. John Riccatello was president of EA. Did a great job, made a lot of money for the company. But then in 2004, he left to, to co-found this private equity fund, capital fund called Elevation Partners. That's his company that he's uh, co-founded, um, which made, uh, oh, the deal for Pandemic and Bioware was a $400, $400 million investment to uh, buy and combine Pandemic and Bioware. And that was a big deal, right? 
So in February of 2007, three years later, EA's profits are down. And they say, John, we need you back. Come back and be CEO. He says, okay. So so in February 2007, John Riccatello uh, ended his hiatus away from EA and is CEO now. Uh, In October of 2007, he says, hey, you know who we should buy? So EA buys uh, this a VG Holding Corp, which is weird. It's basically, it's still the one that was Bioware Pandemic Studios. VG Holding Corp only owns Bioware and Pandemic. I don't know when they changed that name. I could not find figure that out. Anyway, they buy the holding company that is just Bioware and Pandemic from Elevation Partners. So this is a huge deal from EA. He's like, hey, why don't we just buy that thing that I just bought? few years ago they did it and so this how is how long after he re-became the ceo did they buy it uh it february like a of he, he joined in february in october they announced they're buying <laughs> that um yeah. so uh at that time it was ea's biggest deal it was 620 million dollars in cash uh, 155 million in ea stock to uh the employees wow. and john riccatello personally makes a cool five million yeah i wonder if riccatello <laughs> brought that up at every meeting oh, yeah, yeah I and know. it took until october when they're finally like all right they're just finally, shut up right, John, fine, just do it I just love that. You know, I have a great property. It's just like making money on money on money. Anyway, so uh, Pandemic is acquired officially by EA January of 2008. So from October, it took from October to January for them to finally get acquired. Uh, And then in November of 2009, officially closed Pandemic. Just a year later? uh, Yeah, but like at the end of that, from the beginning of 2008 to the end of 2009. So it's almost two years. Uh, over that time, they released Mercenaries 2 in August of 2008, uh, The Lord of the Rings Conquest in January 2009. Whoa. That's, uh, it's like Battlefield, but Lord of the Rings. Ah. Whoa. Yeah. I reviewed it for game trailers. Get up in that mic and tell me what that game is like. Not fun. Wait, it's not fun? I didn't have a good time with it. Battlefield is Lord of the Rings. That sounds like an instant, instant hit. If it's the same one I'm remembering. Is that for first person? No, oh, oh, third, okay. like third person. Because yeah. the old Battlefield games were but third it, person. Yeah, okay. yeah. There were like these weird, like, I was oh, fighting right. in like Mordor at one point, and there were these weird... Well, of course like, you're fighting in Mordor. There were like these weird, like, essentially hey, like enemy like spawns. to get to Mordor. Yeah. <laughs> there were like Not these sure weird thing. enemy spawns, like the towers you had to destroy to stop the enemies from spawning. It was, you had a weird range of powers. Like, I didn't have a really good time with it. I was like... Is this really what I want out of a Lord of the Rings game? And no, not Wasn't really. Quite it. Not, not, not really into it. Not until many years later. Uh, anyway, uh, and then they did another game, uh, The Saboteur, December of 2009, mm. which is after they were shut down. So basically, in November, they said, like, you know what? It's not working out, pandemic. And then, like, in December, they re- finally released that game. Um, I found a Kotaku article at that time, which is super interesting, talking about how and why pandemic was closed. Um this is so oh, this is so funny. All right, so this is from Nick Earl, the EA Games label senior vice president uh, at that moment said, I want to make it clear that the pandemic brand and franchises will live on. Like, don't worry, the brand and franchise. In the months ahead, we will announce plans for new games based on pandemic franchises. Uh, he then went on to say, why? Why pandemic was closed? Here we go. Uh, the move was made to improve our cost structure. I get it. Ensure quality uh, and build schedule integrity for this studio. Schedule integrity is fantastic. Because they released three games in two years. Just like, we got to build schedule integrity. <laughs> like, what? 
Is that so like EA could control the releases more Maybe. so they could fill in gaps in the year? They, uh, That's they, the only thing I can think of. They own Pandemic for two years. They put out three games. Like, not enough. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> that. That seems like a lot. Yes. <laughs> seems like a lot. Also, uh... No, they never made any other pandemic games from their no, those franchises. No, mercenaries and never touched. A lot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, a mercenaries game was actually announced a week after pandemic was shut down by EA, uh, but it wasn't officially canceled until uh, the closure of Danger Close Games in 2013. I never even heard about that yeah, game. What is that? Um, it was called uh, Mercenaries Inc. Was what they were working on, and that was the working title. Whoa. Yeah, Mercs Inc. Missed excuse me. That. Yeah. Oh. Well, how, like. It was nothing. There was never a trailer or anything. You know, it was yeah. like, it was, I think actually some footage may have leaked of it. Um, I just, I love all of that as, as a story. I mean, it's so sad. It's EA gobbling up this poor company and spitting it back out within two years. Yeah. Uh, who was great, who made many great games. Do you think they took any of the employees or did they just fire everybody? They took like 15 employees. Oh. And those are the people who worked on Merck's Inc. Jeez. Yeah, and the LA. It's, the LA well, it's studio. like we were all frustrated for various reasons with both Battlefront games. Imagine if you were at Pandemic. You know, imagine if you like played that Battlefront when it came out. You're just and like, you're like, ah. Uh. When you like, <laughs> when three, you were ready. You had it. You had yeah. the whole thing mapped out. You're like, here we go. Yeah. Two best selling Star Wars games ever. Let's make the third. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, like, I wonder for EA if they really just wanted Bioware, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Just dropping Pandemic 2. The little gas just, mask for their logo, that logo, the yellow logo, it's just, oh. Yeah, man. <laughs> Mercenaries 1. I got I'm gonna get back to that game someday. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I, I remember back in the day working, working on game trailers, and, like, that was one of the first games of that gen where I could not wait to get out of work. I would drive home what? thinking about mercenaries like the whole time. <laughs> that was like top down, right? Tactical? Uh, I think it's third person. No, game. it was third person, person shooter. But it was uh, uh, lots of vehicles, out. airstrikes, like, and uh, you had to like get the. So there were like fifty-two cards, and they all represented different generals. And you could kill them and take a picture and get credit. But if you brought them in, you would get double the money. And I brought in every single person. Mm. <laughs> Jones, if that's they cool, died, dude. I rest restarted. Restart. Yeah, I mean, can EA do something with mercenaries, or is that, should we just consider it dead? Battle Royale, baby. No, yes. I mean, yeah. yeah. You um, bring in other players. Also, am I thinking of Commandos? What am I thinking of? Maybe I played it's Commandos. Like a top down, like tactical kind of like. Yeah, yeah. I think you're thinking of Commandos. Okay. Um, uh, Destroy All Humans is actually owned by THQ Nordic now. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Don was talking about that. I think. Mm -hmm. Was it really? He likes that game. Fascinating yeah. concept. Yeah. 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 So, and they kind of hinted they might work on something new for that game, uh, which is great because I don't think EA ever would. Uh, cool. So, yeah, that was just stuff. Wow. I wanted, that was my Wikipedia rabbit hole wow. for this week. Uh, man, that guy, uh, Nick Earl, who was like so cold about closing it down, uh, he went on to be uh, like mobile, head the mobile division of EA, and now he just has his own mobile game studio. Yeah. Do you know the name of that? So it turned out okay. Jones, I didn't memorize huh? it. It, they specialized in 3D freemium games. I wonder. The dream. The dream. Yeah. The dreamium. freemium. 3D freemium? <laughs> oh, man. Oh. oh wow. Schedule integrity. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, business freaks me out. Business freaks me out, too. The next it. time any ally misses a deadline, I'm going to be like, Schedule integrity. <laughs> schedule integrity. <laughs> got to talk about your schedule integrity. I'll be, I guess I'm like, <laughs> Dude, anytime anyone's late for a shoot, yeah. you talk about our schedule integrity. I want another. We had some schedule integrity to problems today. This. We did. Yeah, right. I want to hear another developer talk about like a, GD, a GDC panel yes. schedule integrity. Schedule integrity. Schedule integrity. 
Uh, one last tidbit, actually, that I thought was interesting. Danger Close Games was EA's LA studio. Uh, they were only called Danger Close Games for two games. Uh, Medal of Honor, the reboot, and Medal of Honor Warfighter, the one with beards. And then mm. they're like, oh, okay, we're done. That's a bad name. Yeah. Warfighter? Yeah. It's no, Danger Close and Warfighter. Warfighters. Danger Close, I think, has like a military meaning, especially within Metal Gear. Oh, Honor. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I, I could see someone saying that over a radio. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, now they're, dumb, now they're Dice LA and they just help out Dice. Brutal. Brutal biz. Speaking of brutal biz, the juiciest headline this week that I'd like to speak about is... Uh, speak about it, Kyle. Speak about it. Uh, something that happened with the ESRB this week. Um... Maybe no context. Maybe, Jones, just read their statement. Let's just, yes. <laughs> For Damiani and Ian, let's just read the yeah, statement. I have no idea what this is. It's all just, boxes. Yes, it is. You may have noticed <laughs> that we've been a little quiet on the topic of in-game purchases and loot boxes. A little quiet. Attitude yeah. oh, wait, I'm sorry. I should give context to the ESRB because we have an international audience. That is the, the U.S. organization that rates our games. Right. If it's rated M for Mature, that comes from the ESRB. Isn't that okay. like parents? No. I thought they were like people. Not a business or something. Uh, it's weird. It's uh, it's the video game industry funds it, basically. Huh. Oh, there's attitude coming. Okay, here we okay, go. Here right, we go. Already, it's up. But we've been listening. In fact, we've absorbed every tweet. Every tweet. Email. Oh. Facebook it. post. <laughs> and singing telegram sent our way. Oh, boy. And we've been working to develop a sensible approach to let gamers and parents know when a game offers the option to purchase additional content. Starting soon, ESRB will begin assigning a brand new label to physical games. In-game purchases. This label, is in all caps, right? Yeah. In-game well, purchases, all caps? Capital no, first just letters. capital I, capital G, capital B. Right, yeah, yeah. This label, or as we call it, interactive element, will appear on boxes and wherever those games can be downloaded for all games that offer the ability to purchase digital goods or premiums with real-world currency. This includes features like bonus levels, skins, surprise items such as item packs, loot boxes, mystery awards, music, virtual coins, and other forms of in-game currency, subscriptions, season passes, <laughs> upgrades, e.g. to disable ads, and more. We're also launching more. <laughs> We're also launching a new website, parentaltools.org, to help raise awareness of the helpful tools that parents can use to manage the amount of time or money those crafty kids spend playing games. <laughs> this is the first step of many. We'll continue to discuss how to further enhance our rating system with publishers, developers, gamers, and especially parents, and we'll continue to make adjustments as the need arises. Thank you for all your pa thank you all for your patience on this <laughs> and your love of the games we rate. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your patience. We solved it. We got it. Thanks for your patience. <laughs> we got it. Also, oh the circle around the ESRB logo there looks like the Intel circle. Kind it of is. Intel yeah. No, no, go with the old logo. Um, where do we start with this? I mean, the sass is completely uncalled it's for. It's very funny. Jones, the, I only the, noticed the, two the points singing of sass. The singing telegrams? Shut up. Like, crafty kids, I'm offended They're just by, trying actually. to be... To be like, we're here to finally address this serious issue with a little bit of comedy. Yeah. yeah. I think they're writing two parents. <laughs> yes. So I think they're trying to just, Ooh. like, relate on that level, maybe? Those crafty kids. Yeah. Gamers uh, and parents. Well, it might be a Minecraft joke, honestly. Because kids love Minecraft. Uh, That's a stretch. I, I, those crafty kids. I feel like this is written at the U.S. government. This is written to prevent any kind of intervention from any kind of law, like regulation or laws to be passed. This is the ESRB being smart and trying to appease the who they represent, game developers and game publishers, who still want this type of 
stuff to keep going on. Just let's not let the government step in and ruin this for everybody. We need to we need to calm down here. So which is why the ESRB exists in the first so place. So this is the ESRB yes. is here to shield the gaming industry in some capacity from the dreaded fear of the U.S. government coming in and being like, "That's it." Like movies were threatened, music was threatened. Like they all had to come up with their own self regulation, self regulation, or else you don't want to deal with like being regulated by the government. It's like death sentence for you. So this is like we went through this in the like people are making jokes about this on Twitter on social media. They were like, "Hey, I just woke up. I saw an ESRB message. I guess uh, Bill Clinton or something's gonna get on the and make an announcement about you know video games are safe for everyone again. And like, <laughs> hey, when's NBA Jam coming out? Oh, I gotta go to the arcade and play more. Like they're basically like hey, it's the '90s again. It's like Eh, I mean, it, it's they're doing the same thing in terms of what the ESRB needs to do, but at the same time, like there is like you have to look through the veil here. Like this is not designed to help out consumers whatsoever. This is designed to save their own asses and just make publishers happy. It's like okay, we need to put out language out there that sounds great to everybody. Uh, like the sass you're saying is like I think that's like making light of how serious. Oh, this is not that big of like hand waving. Like don't worry, it's not that big of a deal. We got it taken care of. Like it was only like a few games and one one game mainly like tipped the scales and everything. We won't mention them by name or anything, but like crafty kids, man. Those kids they get your credit card, they start <laughs> racking up those charges and stuff. It's like gotta be careful about that. Yeah. So actually, I agree with Damiani's perspective. I think it's almost intentionally broad. Uh, oh, oh what game will the, not have this label on? Exactly. Every, yes. every, every game, single game will have this label. And so, if anything trouble, like what we put the label on the, the box. Label on. Right. Loot boxes was in an item list of that description. Yes. They, not what, only they, that. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck is an item pack and a mystery award? Mystery. mystery They're award. all just loot boxes. <laughs> I want yeah. mystery yeah. to have award? mystery awards. <laughs> like what in the world? The funny thing about this, like. If it is for the consumer, it's for those parents who are worried about their kids being able to just right because they have that dumb website spend a million dollars. Yes, but like the funny thing is, like when you buy a game on Google Play on mobile games, they all say in-app purchases yeah. already. Yeah, so it's just they like no <laughs> one's gonna notice this mm-hmm. aside from this like huge press that it's getting now. But like. Every yeah, literally every game is just gonna have that on it, and no one's gonna. And care. it just said physical boxes. Didn't say anything no, it about said digi- downloads. No, and oh, download. okay, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. and wherever download. those games can be downloaded. Yeah. Oh yeah, then yeah. It, everyone's just gonna gloss over it. Yeah, I mean the fact that it includes like season passes and other like outside of the game purchases too. It's like okay, yeah, then pretty much every game. Yeah, uh, and the point where I get offended is it's implied that this is really only a problem for children. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Whereas loot boxes can target people with gambling. Uh, addiction. Sure. Absolutely. And so it's just, it's kind of effed up in that way. And just, people that don't have it yet. Yeah. <laughs> right. It can activate it and things like, yeah, exactly. And so uh, I wanted to talk to the panel if we think that we can come up with a better system, the system they should use, or if there should, simply shouldn't be one. I mean, I think for me, like, the, the when they were like, we've come up with a beautiful label. Yeah. It's in game purchases. I'm like, don't. Don't doesn't everything just already say that that shouldn't it, doesn't it because it does on the phone yeah so to me it's just like eh, all right like this isn't sexy news it's just like yeah okay who cares well I guess what my question is if yeah, it says yeah. if it says in game purchases on the box and then beneath it loot boxes I, I think is it, that good or bad I mean they could do that I, I think the the solution that would help out people who would be targeted by this the most uh, and actually do some good for people. Is it chefs come some kind of gambling advisory on ones that have loot boxes, like paid like loot box like systems? 
just have a warning on there that's like if you're one they should anything that has like paid loot boxes should be like restricted probably to only can be purchased by like they might need to be m or something so like a kid can't buy it like a kid cannot buy a game with gambling you can't go gambling as a kid games should be regulated as a gambling game you have to be a certain age to even purchase it playing it on your own so if a parent wants you to do that so be it that's their choice like that that not don't overstep your bounds there but it should have like a big thing on there like gambling advisory or something so they don't want to touch the word gamble sorry though, right? yeah, i mean yeah. they're not going to do that but that's yeah. what it needs to have but i mean that's that's why i think this yeah. is a half measure and it's like it's kind of neutered because like we've said every single game is going to say this so yeah. really this is this is actually helping no one and like damiano is saying it's just a covering our ass move yeah. because the people that need to be helped by this yeah are the parents who are afraid their kids are going to accidentally or whatever spend thousands of dollars on a game or people who might have a gambling problem and it's like since every game is going to say this this information is helping no one because literally every game is going to say this so like parents who are worried like they're not going to know because if my game only has a season pass and two story dlcs that once you buy them you've bought them like my risk as a parent is oh no my kid spent 20 bucks like I don't necessarily care about that, but I don't want my kid to buy $4,000 worth of skins in a game that they can do that in, Yeah, you know, with my credit card. Like, if my kid gets into League of Legends and he spends ten grand of my money, that's the one I want to know about. But now they're all just going to have this warning, so it tells me nothing. Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff that some of the companies are trying to do that make the, the gotcha games specifically. Right. They're now publishing rates that you can get stuff. Like they're being. On the Apple Store, right? Yes. Like the Apple Store. Like Apple, I think, yes. was the one who forced them to do it. Or some, yeah. some self did it, but I think there was some pressure to do it as well. That's like a good step towards that. Like something Love maybe that. on the yeah. box, it has to clear, like either when you sign in online or something, it tells you, here are the rates that you're going to be able to get this. So, like, this is a one in like 100,000, and you're going to spend $10 oh, in each roll. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. those like need to be published, I feel like, to help out because keeping that secretive, like, that person's like, it just feeds into like gambling addiction when you start that's, coming. You come up with your own fallacies and stuff because you don't know the hard data. Yeah. And that's legally yeah. required in China now, right? Well, Somewhere. I, I don't know. That Some that. country, I think, legally requires that you publicize all percentages. So even like Overwatch in I China? I think so. I think so. Because like, I think it would be cool if Overwatch in the US or anywhere in the world does. Like, say, like, here's your chance of getting a legendary skin, but it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. It super takes the like quote-unquote fun out of it i guess maybe yeah. but but it's not real fun right no, it's not it's, it's not, not real fun like, it's not it's terrible yeah i mean I, I i hate these types of games so much because they they i like the reason i get so angry about them because and i call them gambling is because what game do you need to spend thousands of dollars on which you could th- like there's the story of fire Emblem, uh echoes uh sorry heroes where someone tried to get hector and spent like a thousand dollars and get them Someone in one of the Final Fantasy gotcha games tried to get, I think, like Cloud or someone and spent like $10,000, some Jeez. exuberant amount. Like, there should be a fixed amount where you unlock the damn everything. Like, right. the, they're, the, they're, pre- they're feeding and preying on people of gambling are, addictions because, like, yeah. you will make us this much money. And that's the some reason they don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah that's they, why they don't. Yeah, it's, they're going to do really everything cool, to, to avoid, like, calling this gambling, labeling gambling, or going, like, treating it like people have gambling addiction. They'll do everything possible that's to try and I stave this off. Smite back in the day. I don't know if they still have this, but at least when I was playing it back in the day, they were, there was an option to just buy every hero. Yeah, when it first launched, they and did that. Yeah. I think, and it said every hero right now and forever. Yes, for like I think it was like forty bucks or something like that. I mean, whatever, don't correct it, but like, 
Don't correct. I was like, I was like, that's a great idea, and it gets it builds interest in the game now. It builds a base. And then it rewards those people for being early adopters. But the thing is, yeah. that's technically a season pass, right? Right. And they're like lumping that in. Yeah. That's like another problem that I have with this is they're like, this includes features like bonus levels. Right. Man, yeah. DLC. Those, those pesky bonus levels. <laughs> yeah, take that. And we've had to pay extra for yeah, that have yeah. been the bane of this industry. It's right. like, this is Yeah, it's, some of the loot boxes paid? is it. That's it. Right. It's the only thing. It's all And paid. not only are they so okay. scared okay. to focus on it, they came up with item packs and mystery awards, which is just this complete, you know, like just another word for loot boxes. Yeah. Uh, God, I think mystery award is you get virtual some, probably coins, might be something like, you get something unique each time. You can't get duplicates. Like what was it? Uh, some of these they won't. You can never get a repeat or anything like that. They changed Overwatch to be like. So that. it's like okay. you always get a unique. So it's technically you. You will, you're technically never wasting your money. Like you're not throwing it away on something you you can't use at all or something. I, I don't know. It's mystery. I mean, or, it, or, no. or they add up the value and give you the currency that you can use to buy. More stuff. You right, know, it's just right. like, all right, we'll just, you know, you already have that, so we'll just blow it up and give you the coins you can to, use to buy another box. To me, that language is, A, legal jargon, cover your butt, because we're literally describing everything, and yeah. B, it's for parents, again, who maybe don't aren't clear on what loot boxes is, so they repeat themselves three times. They say item packs, loot boxes, mystery awards, so it's like, item pack is what it is, loot box is a term you might have heard before, and if you're still not getting it, mystery awards. Yeah. It's like, they're just they're just trying to make it really dumbed down. Yeah, like even talk about coins, when like coins is <laughs> everything. Um, yeah, and I mean, to go back to wh- how Damiani originally pitched this, I, I just think that the games that do have loot boxes don't want to look bad, and they won't, because they have the thing that all the other games have on them. They have that same little indication, and I think, uh, yeah. I think it is. I think it is them protecting themselves. I think it's the ESRB doing maybe its job of, of legally protecting uh, the video game industry, uh, it's which funny. is what they were created to do. It's, it's funny to, to think about that in that way, because like part of you always kind of wants to believe, like, oh, the ESRB is like against the gaming industry somehow, because they're the ones who... like slap m's on everything like you hear about like yeah like matt matt and trey had to send team america world police in cutting out like frames until the msrb or whatever like whatever the letters are like gave it an r instead of an nc-17 you know Mm -hmm. like that's yeah mpa like that's the like they're like fighting each other you know like but yeah thinking of the esrb as like no this is just the like legal protective arm of the video games industry and they're all just like colluding to like like BS all of us. Right. It's self-regulate very so that the US government won't touch won't them. do it. Yeah. yeah. That's very interesting. I feel like yeah. Video games historically have the 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 perspective that I think publishers and developers might have had. There's I think there's been a few exceptions is that the SRB is a little bit more lenient when it comes to ratings cuz like you just send them like the most here's the worst part of our game. Here you go, view it. And oh it's yeah, like, cuz they don't play through They the don't even games. play through yeah, the games yeah, and stuff. Yeah, they made that there's a whole expose on it. So it's yeah. like Wow. Like they, 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 the the MPAA yeah. had that like documentary said like they sometimes target certain like because it is random anonymous people that you never like hear you can never know and stuff right. and some they'll be like why did our film get an R when this other one which has way worse stuff got a PG thirteen like do you have some kind of like agenda here whereas in it feels like in video games it's like eh, sure this looks okay it, it, it it's just like it it's not there's like not as much like. I think effort put into it. It's just I, I could be completely wrong. I, I apologize, like but I don't. Yeah. I feel like I've seen, uh, uh, what is the wording that they used? I've seen like the MSRB or ESRB thing on a trailer or whatever, where it says like M rating expected. Yeah, or whatever, I have seen it's expected. Like, yeah, or yeah. whatever phrasing yep. they say, like yes. where it's like 
you know, th- this is going to be mature, like whatever, but it hasn't been rated yet, but mm-hmm. they just put it on. And I've always kind of had that thing where it's just like the publishers are just rating them themselves, basically. Yeah, I doubt they're ever surprised at this point. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cause, you know. You know. Yeah, I don't think there's ever been an instance where some game's been called out for like, that was horribly mislabeled in terms of its ESRB rating. Yeah, so everyone's just like, thing, business as usual. Also, they don't seem to, like, besides like a few instances where it's like a kid can't buy an M-rated game, they seem pretty soft on the... Uh, Enforcement of these. Oh yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Like, like I've seen kids Especially walking around with, nowadays. It's yeah. like, oh yeah. Everybody, everybody <laughs> playing everything. Yeah. Buy that Amazon gift card, and uh, yeah. you can purchase a game with circumventing any kind of age check. But spe- uh, just one thing, real quick too. It just yes, pisses me off about this message. Go Whose ahead. fault is this? It's the publishers. Uh-huh. It's the people making these games. It's EA's fault that they did not advertise the way the loot boxes that we didn't know until we played the beta. We're like, wait, what? You yeah. know, and like it's 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 asking for forgiveness instead of permission. You know, it's uh, like, oh, you know, well, this won't be too bad for us. You know, and and the fact that he's like those crafty kids, like, how dare you? It's like we wouldn't have this problem if these kids just weren't spending money all over the place. EA didn't do anything wrong. It was those kids with the credit cards that were just blowing it out playing Battlefront. Yeah, man. I mean, that's, How dare you? You're right. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. It's predatory a lot of times, like like you were saying, like preying on people with addictions or preying on the like kids, you know? Yeah. Making it simple enough that a kid can enter a credit card number. Yeah. I'm talking like a seven-year-old or whatever. I mean, kids are pretty amazing, but... Well, and also, your kid, if your kid's got your credit card, this is yeah. the only thing you got to worry about that he's spending right, money right. on? He's not just going to go buy more games? Right. Like, I, yeah, That's on you if your kid has your credit card. I'm not surprised, but yeah, what a frustrating thing to read. Although, I guess if you're logged in on PlayStation or whatever, you can just buy stuff without putting it in, so yeah. It happens. What was the one where the kids racked up like a huge amount of money? The Smurfs, I think. I remember the Smurfs was a mobile game that, oh, some, that some kid... Spent like twenty five thousand dollars yeah. to like get it, like strawberries, so, yeah, something yeah. like that, like on a phone. Those stories insane. like never interest me. It's like, all right, you know. Yeah. I'm, and what sucks is like somebody's life; they have to like actually pay for that. Their life is ruined for a little while. Yeah. Uh, but I just can't. I can't read. I can't read it. I mean, that's why I'm like, just spend the six hundred bucks and just get your kid a phone and have their account be limited. Nah, I don't think it's that easy. I think you know, right? It's hard to say no to your kids. You love them. I mean, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. A, that remains to be seen. It's a question. It's not a question I mean, of saying no. It's a question of they have the access to do it without asking. And maybe in the, in the case of several of these stories, not even comprehending that they're spending real money. Yeah, like the kids don't even know. Sure, yeah. they don't understand. The and like the fact that that access is there is the problem. It's like you sh- you need to have a, a hey. way to have a kid account or whatever. I go to that like website, Netflix, Netflix Kids. Go no, I gotta go to that tools. Org. I want to do some good video game news. Sure. I want to do some stuff that's actually like positive. Uh, and that is actually the NPDs of January. Yeah. Uh, NPD is, of course, the uh, the trackers of the video game sales of America, North America. Uh, and so uh, there's a lot of good stuff here. I'm going to start with the best stuff because this is actually the most interesting part. Well, no, the, the top ten is more interesting. But anyway, I love this part of it. <laughs> what a roller uh, coaster. Period. Yeah. Um, <laughs> period. <laughs> but. But. So. All three consoles, the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch all had an excellent January. Nice. The Switch sold the most devices. The most consoles were sold for the Nintendo Switch. But. But. Period. In terms of revenue, PlayStation 4 did the best. Oh, yeah. It's more expensive. That's good. Yeah. However, the difference between uh, the least amount of revenue and the most amount of revenue in dollars spent, 3%. So basically, everybody did excellent. It was the best January of the Xbox One ever. That's good. Januarys yeah. always seem like 
one of the slow months. This I know. Was, yeah, I, I know. There's movies, a, there's yeah, a lot man. of games that have come out in January here and there, but Q1, like January, February, kind of feels like the slow. Then everything yeah. starts hitting in March. Kyle, do they do these count? PS4 and PS4 Pro and Xbox One S, Xbox One and Xbox One X, all as one thing. Yeah, and I think they might also include PSVR in P- PlayStation hardware sales. Oh, nice. Yeah. Ooh. Interesting. Okay, yeah. yeah. Should count. And accessories? Like controllers and that's stuff? Expensive. That's a pretty expensive Yeah, they, they divide it up, but I do wonder when they say consoles at the end of the, at the very, very top, if they, if they include... Uh, accessories as well but yeah i think i think actually psvr is counted as hardware uh but damiani just said january normally a, a pretty pretty slow month but we had two pretty big releases in january yeah, it's, this year is an exception this is a pretty big exception yeah i know what they are what are they let's go with uh a monster hunter world okay All right and Goaty, uh 2018 ball fighters mm-hmm. i think japan dominated Japan dominated. Japan won. So, yeah. Good as, job, Japan. As Domino just stated, Monster Hunter World, number one. Dragon Ball Fighters number two. These nice. two games came out late January. Yeah. 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 Still number one and number two. God, Monster Hunter is so good. Yeah. Damiani, so do, do you remember uh, you and I had a bet? I, I said it probably that Dragon Ball Fighters wouldn't get in the top five of the NPDs. And you do you wouldn't take the bet. You're like, I had to know the month. Uh, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's important. Yeah, I mean, I guess it is important. I wonder if Dragon Ball Fighters would have done as, as well in November. It wouldn't have it, obviously, actually. But, I wonder if it'll do as well in February. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, I bet it doesn't. Well, it won't. It won't be number two. Monster Hunter World has a chance, I think, of retention. I think it'll stay, yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty incredible, actually. That Monster Hunter World, I mean, we talked about a little bit on last week's episode about how it you know, is the best-selling Capcom, fastest-selling Capcom game ever. 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 They had a five million copy sold event, and then yeah. like two days later, six million. I was yeah. like, "All oh, right, good for, that's good for Capcom. It's like, great for Capcom. Capcom needs some good news. I think it's great for everybody. <laughs> everybody, yeah, everyone's good for the industry." Because I got yeah. I got the vibe for a while where people were like, eh, "You know, let's." Uh, I mean, Square just released this horrible, you know, Chrono Trigger for PC port today, and oh, so it's just always getting, the vibe where it's that. like, yeah, you know, like we want to we want to give some love to this franchise, but what's like the least amount of money and attention we can spend on it? And okay, like, you oh, know what? Let's remaster that old game, or like, oh, let's make a mobile version of it, or like, oh, let's add some DLC that'll like kind of uh, get to it. Yeah, Monster Hunter World is them taking that classic franchise and blowing it up in every possible way. It looks better. It, I just think it's uh, quality makes, makes me excited. I yeah. hope other, uh, you know, certainly Japanese publishers, but I hope the whole industry is looking at Monster Hunter World and being like, hey, what what franchise do we have that we just haven't been nice to? Yeah, do we haven't really. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what's really cool, Jones, about about Monster Hunter World is that I think this rarely happens when you go for a broader audience that everybody likes the game. Yeah, that that that's a good thing, Kyle. Sure. So I was uh, I was on a, a car ride to go see a movie this past week, uh, Annihilation, actually. Um, what is I want to talk film? about that with you. <laughs> really? What is Annihilation? <laughs> Natalie Portman. Uh, yeah, it's okay. a movie based on a series of amazing books. Okay, cool. Anyway, uh, I was having a discussion uh, with my friend about why do you think this was the one? Th- this was the breakout Monster Hunter because the quality has kind of been there. Like Monster Hunter Tri, Monster Hunter Three for Wii and Wii U was an excellent game. So I was like, that game was really good. Is it really just they streamlined everything and it just mm-hmm. looks beautiful on PS? Like, was it really a, v- a fidelity thing? For me, yeah, as an outsider, thing. oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, the visual thing helped a lot in the trailers. It's Everyone looked way at it. more accessible, I think. Yeah, and then they're like, yeah, like dude, like you, Monster Hunter Three to you might have seen simple enough, but right. Monster Hunter World just takes it even further. It just makes a lot of the annoying stuff it go away. It better yeah. too. In my brain, am I putting 
Sorry. Too much value on when it was announced that like Sony sure. on their stage at E3 was like, hey, everybody stop what you're doing. That was big. Look at Monster oh, yeah. Hunter. Like that was one of the big, I mean, that was kind of a disappointment of a, of a press conference. That was the biggest. Compared to the, yeah. you know, their, their previous two, but like that was the highlight. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, I think that. that I don't think that's crazy, nice. Jones. I think that's yeah. a good point. I think that, that spoke to a lot of people. It was like, oh, yeah. whoa, they're, Sony's making a big deal out of this. So yeah. that to me spoke about how big of a deal it was because the system, the game series has gone back and forth. Yeah. It had some loyalty to Sony at first. On the PSP. Then it came to Nintendo systems. And I feel like in a long time, a lot of people were asking, hey, can we just get this on like a non-Nintendo platform? I'd like to see... like Because there know, was a high... PS2 version once, right? Of what? There were, PS2, a there were, PS2, there were PS2 Monster Hunter games. Yeah, the PSP, exactly. yeah. Uh, PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the PC Japan only one, which was an exception. But then everything started coming to Wii, Wii U, 3DS. And I was like, okay, and where's... And it looked grody on the Wii U. It looked like it looked like they were using the same models from the 3DS game. It's just like let's just throw them up on the Wii U. I mean, the uh, Wii U wasn't like a I don't think so. Like the Wii, the Wii U version was like HD. Like it made it look pretty nice. It I thought looked simply stinky, Damiano. I don't think so. I always thought it, it looked did. a little a little grody because it, it looked like an MMO to me. Yeah, it, it did. looked sure. like okay, an MMO. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it I was like, man, bad. if I'm gonna play simple. a game that looks like this, that has this kind of gameplay, and there's only three other people walking around with me, like you know, it's like I'd, I'd rather play Final Fantasy 14, right? I'd rather play Warcraft. I'd rather play something where there's like tons of people around yeah. and the world just feels bigger. Zones like, it feels kind of lonely small in this, too. In yeah, the games. zones always felt small. Well, the and zone those, loading. But I, thought that was, but I always yeah. thought that was a carryover from the it's PSP portable heritage that they had to make it yeah. and well, the Japanese you, audience you was so play, used to that and they loved it. You could play 3DS and Wii U at the same time which was cool. Um, the, but I don't yeah. want to talk down oh, to Monster Hunter. I don't want to yeah. call a game Grody that people really loved. Sure. That was just me having no context on the series back, looking from the outside. Yeah, but back to the point, it being on PS4, something I'll, I think a lot of people were like waiting for for a long time. Like, yeah. can it just please come back to like an eight, like a HD like system that, I mean, yes, other systems on Nintendo, we use HD, but they wanted like the top of the line console, like the most powerful at the time, PS4 Pro, which has now been surpassed by Xbox One X. But still, you know, people wanted that. They wanted it on one of the like bleeding edge consoles rather than a Nintendo platform. It's on both, by the way. It is on yeah, Xbox, on Xbox One. No, I know, I know yeah. that, but like people are asking for it to be on PlayStation because it seems to be more of a place, like it has a legacy with like PlayStation, sure. Nintendo, Japanese audience. Yeah. But it's on both of those. So it's like, hey, you get the best of both. You can play it on either platform and yeah. it looks amazing on both. So that to me spoke a lot about it, but like I just ha- I haven't touched it yet. So I'm just like, I saw the review and I'm just like, is it? It was really that, huh? It really just need all this stuff, and it's. Um, yeah. I didn't expect it to do as well as it did, though. This yeah. is insane. This is insane for Monster Hunter it's World. Pretty it is very. This insane. is insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be honest. This is insane. What's so funny is uh, I made fun of Capcom for saying like, "Yeah, we're probably gonna sell 10 million of this," and I was like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> good <laughs> that luck, was dude. Reaction. Yeah. Uh, good uh, luck, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, like Capcom. <laughs> yeah, they're easily gonna make that. Yeah, that's so funny to me because like Capcom knew for some reason. That's that's I guess is what crazy. They were Babe Ruth. They pointed out to the stands uh. and like, yeah, yeah, Monster Hunter World is going to send 10 million. It's like, what? Come on, never have you gotten close to that. They're like, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the craziest thing to me was that it's their fast is selling like i was amazed that like re4 or or seven or anything didn't like didn't sell that many yeah i wonder if it's just this weird this weird internet era this weird twitch Mm. era this weird social media era where where word of mouth can be that powerful for a game i think it's a confluence of a very dedicated player base on top of that word of mouth yeah and it's like it's both of those things driving it good timing for when it came out too like both systems Mm. had established yeah 
like sales, like a lot yeah. of units out there. You mentioned like, like RE4. That was a GameCube exclusive at first. Yeah. Not the system a lot of people probably wanted to play that game on. So a lot of the other, a lot of the, some of their other games like uh, Devil May Cry uh, 4 was a big one, but then went multi-platform. Yeah. And it's like, ah, what did you do? So, but I mean, it came out on PS3, which wasn't a, wasn't the best selling at the time. Remember, it was struggling. PS3 was struggling for several years after its release. Yeah. 360 was doing great, but it probably hurt that, because PS4 and Xbox One are both doing really well. Yes. They, they, that was probably a much better situation for sure, them to yeah. have than they probably had in some of the past instances. Not saying every single release they were suffering from that, but this seemed like a, a really good time for them to put it out with how many units have been moved to both those platforms. Well, all right, Damiani. Devil May Cry 5. Is that going to be the next best, fastest selling Capcom game? Single player. Yeah. Right. That's the catch. I don't think Devil May Cry will so it's so here's fast my, this because is, people no. got to get in. Here's now. my reason they know, why. They know January, February, March, Zeitgeist. this is the time to play Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Jump in while everybody's playing. I think the thing is, yes, everything just said. Like, yeah. The zeitgeist behind it, like being like streamed, being a multiplayer game, being a cooperative multiplayer game, it like has a lot more going for it that lends itself towards people wanting to have shared, ex- I hate using this phrase, shared experiences, jeez. Um playing online together like yes. cooperatively with your friends like yeah. this and streaming it and showing it off and watching other people getting playing gear, it getting getting cool outfits it's all part Devil of it Devil May Cry is going to be okay it, it has a little bit higher barrier entry unless they do something radical with it some people are going to be like intimidated like this is a really hard game series isn't it it looks cool I'm going to watch it on Twitch or if you're playing it there might there'll be a lot of excitement behind the announcement of it and it will, I think it will sell well but I do not think it will do as well as Monster Hunter World I don't think a Devil May Cry game can yeah. touch Monster Hunter World. I don't right. think so either. Yeah. Also, Monster Hunter World is a very unique game because I don't know if it's a combination of the jolly vibes, the like cool look, but also just the cats, the, well, the and the palicos. But uh, it's not an overly difficult game, and it's not an overly simplistic game. It it has that weird range of appeal for I think a lot of different kinds of gamers too. Yeah. I think like. The people who really want to get nitty gritty into the complicated systems—that's all there for them. The people who just want to like jump in and hunt some monsters swing and like do the sword. story, swing a big sword, and, and call it a day—that's there too. Yeah, it's like this perfect game because I mean, because it basically has fourteen different combat styles and living inside of it. Oh god, that game is so good. Yeah, I, I think also stream-wise, I think Monster Hunter World's the kind of game where more fans will enjoy watching someone play that's not necessarily that good. Sure. I think mm. Battleground fans do not want to watch crappy Battleground players. Fortnite <laughs> Battle Royale fans do not want to watch bad people play that game. D- Dragon, uh, you know, um, Dragon Ball Fighters, Tekken, you know, like uh, Injustice. Sure. I think like that yeah. that community wants to watch the best people in the world playing it. Yeah. Whereas like you watch four people just get completely pounded and you know by some <laughs> giant monster, like it looks awesome because they're know? having like, fun. That's it's great. fun regardless. Yes. Yeah, having fun. it's yeah. kind of like Sea of Thieves. I think a whole, I'm there. hoping Sea of Thieves is the same kind of thing where it's like failure. That boat sinks. That's yeah. a win. You oh, know, yeah. like that's a fun thing to watch. Sea of Thieves. Yeah. It's like better if things are going poorly. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that, that's why, as a Fortnite fan, I've, I've kind of stayed away from streaming uh, Battle Royale because when I do, chats just full of people who's like, "Who's this? This guy sucks." Yeah. Oh, I know. And I'm like, I'm not yes. claiming I'm any good yeah. at this. Yes, yeah. you know, put it in the title, but it's like Jones. just and showing up with that game. That's kind of you're kind yeah. of saying like, "Hey, here's my Battle Royale." Well, also, oh, yeah. Devil Devil May Cry. Because, yeah, it's a story game. It doesn't have that same stream appeal. Random spoilers. stuff won't pop up. There's no, right. there's well, no right. Monster yeah, World spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> right. about. The stream appeal would be like people doing cool combos and stuff. And like, yeah, but oh, they like, look flashy. But if you can't do that, no one's going to care about yeah. you. Yeah. 
number three was Call of Duty World War Two. Of course. Still selling. I don't know. That's of course. That's, that's Top five, probably. Yeah, there was a time when we thought like Call of Duty might go away. Yeah. Uh, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, number four. PUBG. Hey, yeah. Officially right. out. Nice. Yep. Uh, I got to play more of that. Yeah. And I think that is, I think that only includes console sales, too, so of, only, of PUBG. So that only is only Xbox on the Xbox One, one version. Wow. Wow. Go, yeah. uh, wow. PUBG. Boom. Yeah. PUBG. Uh, number five, GTA five. <laughs> okay. Why? What are the chances GTA Five will outsell Red Dead in its launch? Oh, month? dude, I can't. But I, I'm it's so excited month? when it both won't in its launch month. I'm no. so excited when both of those <laughs> online modes are running at the oh, same yeah. time. Yeah, no. that's so awesome. How many months will it take for GTA Five to out, like, overtake Red Dead spot in the top ten? And it depends the on monthly? what it depends on what Redline Red Dead Online is. So like. what? It comes out in November. October. October. Comes out October. In October. Okay, so GTA 5 will outrank it February of 2019. That's my guess. <laughs> okay. I don't know, though, because if, if Red Dead has the same kind of online, because that's how it's making its money, that right? It could, yeah, that it could. Oh, you think then you that's like, no be Ferraris, no helicopters, no yachts, no June. limos. We'll see. No, June, no bazooka. June. No, yeah. Yeah. June 2019. Red Dead's going to sell like crazy. Red uh, Dead's going to be nuts. Still selling crazy. NBA 2K18. Wow. I don't get it. Everyone hated this game. They were mad about it. They, it would definitely would have a little loot boxes thing on it uh but yeah it's still selling like crazy uh seven not eight and nine uh super mario odyssey legend of zelda breath of the wild mario kart eight uh and those do not include digital sales whereas most of these do uh mario kart eight Wait, yeah does that mean only those are hard copies physical yep. copies only physical for only nintendo's yep. data includes those. whoa yeah, yeah the fact they don't the, share the fact that they're that high and they're physical only yeah means that those could be like number one they could be number one, well, but they could be higher. They could yes. be like number four or three. Nintendo sh- shares the combined sales data eventually. Yes. Yes. You know, you never get the digital only, but in their quarterly reports, they put out uh, like wow. Super Mario Odyssey has moved like four point nine two million. But it's like units, they're yeah. always doing a little better than these lists. Yes. Might yes. Yes. Which yes. Is that doesn't I mean. include eShop or anything like That's that. That's nuts. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, good job, Nintendo. People will be selling video games right now. People be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> The consoles, oh, the games, game? it's all so exciting. You remember when yeah. consoles were dying? Yeah. Months yes. after release is still in the top ten. Yeah. Consoles are dying. Yeah, Everything's going dying. mobile. Mobile's the future. Mobile's the future. G- mobile's the future. Your phone. 3D like, freemium. PS3 when like, games weren't that amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> number ten was uh, Madden. Sure. Still selling. I will say one thing about mobile, though. All, all of the games that you just said are very, very good video games that took a very creative crew to put to, it worked extremely hard to put forth a very, very pleasurable effort. You can make a really crappy mobile game and make a ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, <laughs> right? These all might, these people might be the wrong business. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you all hear that? So bleak. Oh, sounds like it's podcast halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of February. Mango. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure currently in development at Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Hoag Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hogue started Hogue Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the allies. Check them out at hoeglaw.com. iKeyless. 
Since 2002, iKeyless has specialized in replacement automotive keys and remotes. They can save you up to 75% off dealership prices. Visit their updated website at iKeyless.com and use promo code EZA at checkout for free shipping and an additional 17% off of your order. Sweet Justice, a sound design company based in England that's worked on Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, Injustice 2, Call of Duty, Cuphead, and a load of indies. Check out their website at www.sweetjustice.audio. Brent Klaus. Brent Klaus is a 2D animator and illustrator specializing in motion graphics and art direction. He produces animated content for brands using bold colors, fun character animation, and will sneak in a video game reference wherever he can. You can find him and his work on Twitter at Brent Klaus. L. Fanis. Jojo Dentco, your friendly automotive dent repair expert. If you're currently an EZA patron and are in the Denver metropolitan area, tweet at FastMower if you would like to have your minor door dings repaired free of charge. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Who's are sponsors? Uh, just a couple things. Yeah, no what's sponsors? up? Uh, just a shout out to JoJo Denko. Uh, sponsor for a while. Will not be returning in March. Just thank you to JoJo. Oh, definitely. And uh, also to, uh, I believe, Brent Klaus uh, will not be uh, around next month. And Sweet Justice. Cool. Are bowing out for the month of, month, month, uh, the month of March. And uh, we love them. And I just love that we, we mention a Sweet Justice game every time. Yeah. Every time I read that, it's like, is there? Oh, Call of Duty. There it is. Yeah. Right on the list. So uh, spots are open. Feel like no, they're not filled right up. Oh, you got some new, yeah, fun new sponsors coming. Sorry, okay. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, if you really want to talk to John, maybe talk we to can, yeah, convince Kyle. Um, th- you know what? I I kind of want to get to love and respect. So let's kind of blast through the stories that we got. Um, Jones. I mean, you kind of like. You basically encapsulated everything we had to say about Chrono Trigger coming out today. Uh, basically, uh, Chrono Trigger came out unexpectedly, no no pre-announcement, just boom, it's on Steam. So many happy tweets we all saw in our in our in our timelines, just like yeah, cool, finally, oh this is so what a treat. You know, it's fifteen U.S. dollars, great. Uh, it's Square the- tweeted out something super cocky like the dream has come true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great, th- I can't oh, remember yeah. what the wording yeah. was. The dream. Was- no, I think that was in the trailer, even the. Ch- yeah. Like your time has come. Yeah, finally, we've Let done it for you. <laughs> uh, it's the mobile version. You're welcome. It is. It's <laughs> nice, Jones. That's like me. That's a Kyleism. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it's strictly the mobile version in in weird ways that even just like the UI is the exact same where like it's designed to be touched with your big dumb thumbs and that's still in the PC version. Giant wow. windows. Yes. Really? Giant dumb windows. With yet. boring font. Don't they have like the uh, like, app icons like the home button or something like on the far right on the like the launch screen, like the title screen? There is there's like on uh, yeah and like uh in the, just the world map there's still like dumb <laughs> buttons that appear where the, you know just like let me just hit the start button I don't this need is- to see those. I, I feel like I feel like some like some like intern or something just like tried it like tried loading up the 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 APK or whatever it is on their phone or on their computer and then they were like they like ran into their boss's office like boss guess what we could do and they were like sure seems fine do it I mean I'd agree if this is yeah. the first time they've done that oh, this yeah, is a square operating yeah. procedure this yeah. is also why they shadow dropped this yeah they gave people <laughs> they, too they, much time to think about this it would have been like it's the old Cloverfield paradox move yeah. <laughs> they got people excited people it's bit people move. like jumped great in on it and they, and they were it. like it's a great wait move. what did I buy what is this I've been tricked yeah <laughs> 15 bucks is like just enough to be like oh cool is oh it? no <laughs> you click buy and then immediately you're like no is there some version that's like more than that? 
Or is it only the collector's edition through April 2nd? That's 15. Because someone might have made a typo. I saw someone say 55, and I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a There's limited edition version. That costs $55. Uh, I think it costs $40. I mean, For, Still $40. To, yeah. What uh, if that version is completely different? It's like amazing. It's, it's, no. it's, it's not. Like it, just comes extra, no. it comes with wallpapers. They're advertising oh, wallpapers. wallpapers. What year is this? The, yeah. the, the musical notes for some of the songs, and then like five or six select songs yeah. or something. and music, yeah. yeah. Wait, like sheet music? Or in-game the... I forget what it exactly it is. It has, it's musical like notations for some of the songs, I feel like. Which so, I think is, is cool. That's yeah. a little so cool. Like the like, sheet music. Yeah. I'm not quite sure huh. if it's actually literally the sheet music or something that's like... Or like charts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's less... Weird. Uh, I know it was our journalistic duty, product. but I was like not interested enough to look in. You know? <laughs> I was just like, like just, well, I, hey, we're I thought about it too, and I was yeah. like, we're going to bring that up. And the thing is, it's like, what do you say? Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, we know why they did Classic it. Classic square. Yeah. We, yeah. It's a bummer. Uh, I, I should also mention it just looks bad. It's, it's, uh, they've like blurred out the, the pixels, the pixel art. Oh, so anti-alias because they had to size it up so much. Yeah, but anti-aliasing to a 16-bit game is just like just like blobbing right. out. Yeah, the, the <laughs> people pixels. are showing like some of the tile blocks don't line up right anymore in it oh, as well. No. So oh, you, really? like map stuff looks wrong. I was oh. like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. like, this isn't a cult game. You know, right. this, yeah. this, this is just like, hey, it, yes. it deserves to be known that this little game we all love should get better. This is one of the best role playing yeah. games in the history ever, of this ever. Industry. The best. That, Don't even say one of people, We got it, dude. This is the best. Calm down. But anyway. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> one but, of the greats. The, uh, is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the greats. It's one of the greats. It's Final Fantasy VI. It's proven. Not yet. Jones, oh. is, he's sitting on it. Yep. Sit down, Warcraft. Warcraft ain't getting in there. Yeah, and, and it's just, it blows my mind that this is not the first bad version of Chrono Trigger. Like, I, I just saw on social media so many times, they're like, I mean, you know, it's not as bad as that laggy PS1 effort. or so, It, it is. Like, no, it is way worse than the PS1 one. I mean, it's just, way it's, worse. People are debating it on social media. So it's just, it's it's it's, fa- it's it sucks that it's like, don't play this, play all the other versions of Chrono Trigger. It's like, yeah. there's like two. <laughs> really, like two versions of Chrono Trigger that you should you should that play. feel definitive. I think it's in a like way, the three, it's like the DS yeah. and the yeah. original. Yeah, is and if you're the, lucky to get the UK the, version of it's uh, on Virtual uh, Console. It's I not thought, on the. Did it get delisted though? Oh, okay. Wow, really? I don't know. I was curious if it. But it's on the. It U- was on there. It's on the UK. Uh, no version of the Cro- Super Nintendo Cro- Mini, uh, right? No classic. Yeah, my U- yeah there, my right? UK version. Oh, okay. Thanks. Happen. Is this ongoing? This has been going anyway, on that long. People yeah, have caught the, on the, the to his meat, European the, version. Anyway, that's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Again, uh, uh, for listeners, you're missing out on some quotation marks. Yeah, was, uh, European version. Uh, yeah, I think DS for, was the first time. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> that's the last time I believe DS version was the first time they got official Chrono Trigger released over there. What? Chrono Trigger did not come out over there originally. What in Europe? Oh, like it is Terranigma, really? Didn't it? Wasn't the DS version the first time it got released over there? That would be a, a, a fact I was unfamiliar with until this moment. I laugh myself so hard, my brain's not functioning right right now, so yeah. we I should probably like look this up. Someone will let us look, know later. Yeah, I'm handing you the prove-it ticket, dude. Yeah, let's prove this. Okay. Let's look it up. Um, so, yeah, I, I really don't want to say too much about that. I, I, we spoke too about late. that way too much. Yeah. Uh, Kyle's <laughs> objective failed. Um, yeah, you know what? Let's just go straight to love and respect. Let's do it. Nice. Number 100 for Rufus. Love and respect. respect. I gotta say, he was sounding good. He too. was crisp, wow, yeah. confident. Good job. <laughs> Very. What a champ. Crisp and confident. I like. Uh, let's start with this one because we were just talking about Devil May Cry Five. 
Uh, hello, allies. So, Devil May Cry 5 seems to be a real thing. I think it's fascinating for a company to reboot an entire franchise and then decide to go back to the original timeline, not with another reboot, but just continue the old story with the same characters. Of course, uh, for now, we don't have any real confirmation that the game exists and will be like that, but let's just assume it is, and I do as well. All right. Um, you've already talked about Devil May Cry 5 in the podcast, yeah, and even tonight, but... I don't think you ever have talked about this non-acknowledgement of the reboot. How many times does, has that happened in the video game industry? Well, except for Sonic, which uh, happens every two years. Uh, oh, yeah, Sonic Boom. Uh, what do you think about that? What other franchise can forget its reboot and why? Why moving backward instead of forward with what you have established love and respect, Aurelian? I have a question. Yeah, what's Did up? we call it a reboot or did Capcom call it a reboot? DMC? Yeah. I think they were very careful to say, mm-hmm. old Dante's still around. Yeah. This is just a different perspective. I but it was absolutely like, a reboot. Of, it was absolutely a reboot. Why by God, though? Because, like, Metal Gear comes to mind. Like, Metal Gear's done all sorts of weird, crazy stuff where they're like, hey, acid. And you're like, well, yeah. what is this? You know, like, there's like try on this weird Those aren't game. reboots, though. Yeah, Jones, this was, this was like, they didn't think 4 was would sell right now. They're like, let's do a different angle. We're going to push everything behind this. It's going to be on all but consoles. It, and it wasn't just young Dante, like a prequel or like side universe thing? No, no, no. no. Whole new plot, whole new thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I may, call me crazy, and I didn't play DMC really, but like the feeling I had is that DMC 5 would somehow like crash them together. Like oh, combine no. them. No, no, no. I don't think they will do that. That's a cool idea. I but mean, like, maybe yeah, even in a small way. Like, young, irritating Dante just, like, shows up or something. If anything, they'll make a joke about it. Right. If anything, they'll just... It's kind of like Kratos seeing guy. himself on the urn. Like, mm? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's that like, like? Like, the pizza delivery boy is young Dante. Or you know, like... <laughs> oh, I like that. That's, yeah, a, that's yeah. a good cameo. <laughs> Camiano, you got some facts? Points yeah, for pizza. So I, I was right. Car Trigger only came out on... I like DMC, man. Car Trigger only came out on Super Nintendo in Japan and North America in 95. It came out on PlayStation in Japan and North America, uh, two years apart, 99 in Japan, 2001 in North America. It came out in the DS in on J- in Japan, North America, Australia, and Europe. So it was the first time Australia and Europe got Chrono Trigger. That is so crazy. Wow. Not even in Final Fantasy Anthology. Do you think it was just like locks being right at, So the PlayStation version is Anthology. Rights being locked up? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So th- that along with, yeah. Rights issues. I'm always going to stick by that explanation for why Chrono Trigger is in such a screwed up spot. Yeah. An OG Chrono Trigger. Not Cross, nothing else. Just OG Chrono Trigger. Anyway, reboot. Yeah, uh, I do want to talk about other series that we think would be good for a non-reboot. Like a, a rebooted like series. undoing a reboot? Yeah, let's, what a kind of oh. un- reboot undoes could like we Like if they did it with Spider-Man, like Tobey Maguire shows back up? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, we're talking about video example, games. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great example. Yeah. What do you think about SSX? Dude, you just took the words right out of my mouth. They released a game called SSX4. That'd be dope. That would be really cool. <laughs> yes. That'd be neat. Wow. Yeah. Forget I think that would tour, be a weird it, little yeah. marketing uh, fun move. Yeah. I think the fans would get behind. That's a really good one. I'm trying forget to on getting... tour. Forget the weird. What was the blur? What was the, the Wii? That was blur. Yeah. Blur, oh, yeah. yeah. You did uh, sports motion. games are oh, weird, yeah. though, because it's like they're all they always kind of feel like just different like need for speed feels like they've kind of done this they've rebooted it and then oh yeah somehow go back but then they kind of did with 
But they, they haven't suit or whatever it was. They haven't gone back to be like this is a sequel to the old Need for right. Speed Underground. That would be like it would well, be like one of them was like was spiritually underground kind of. Yeah, but we're talking about like direct sequels. Right. For them right, to be like right. forget okay, about yeah, the reboot. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. We we made a mistake. We're sorry cuz like the other examples I could think of uh and I, I you know, it's unfair to always say that they're 100% in on a reboot. But do you remember Bomberman 0? Mhm. This yeah. was the like the the cool looking robot Bomberman game. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like obviously they bailed on it. Like, okay, no, 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 that's not Bomberman. That's not Bomberman. We're sorry. Uh, and I think about uh, Mega Man does it in interesting ways. In that Mega Man X was out, but they're like, hey, let's still do Mega Man sequels. In mean in the meantime, and they did for a long time. And uh, yeah, Mega Man obviously will do side shoots in different in different games. But I really think that both. X and Mega Man were both mainline games, and so yeah. it's kind of interesting that those continued I've got, with I've each got, other. I've got one. All right, what do you got? Silent Hill 5. Yes, that's such a good one. Um, I'd, It'd be weird to call what happened reboots, I guess, with, like, downpour. Shattered. Just different developers. Yeah, they weren't really reboot. reboot. Uh, yeah. PT, I would, reboot. I would say an intended reboot yeah. is PT. So I think, yeah, you know what? Um, I think it's fair. I think. But so. also, like, the the... The BM against the like Western developed downpour and homecoming yeah. uh, would be hilarious. It would have an impact, I think, for Silent Hill Five to be announced. Yeah, like if it was just called Silent Hill Five. Yeah, like the V, the L's make a V or something. Like they pull. Well, up, I always wondered. Yeah, I always wondered if Hills, the S, that kind of looks like a five. Yeah. My fives do. Whenever <laughs> I write it out, it's like. Yeah. Looks like I mean, I imagined that that, that Silent Hills would for sure continue the legacy of the earlier games. Because, I mean, like, that's all part of it is personal punishments, whatever. But, like, yeah. Shattered Memory is a great game. Uh, I thought about how cool it would be to do, to do to basically, I, would it be Tomb Raider 4? I don't know if there was a numbered Tomb Raider. I know they went to, like, Angel of Darkness and things yeah. like that. But no, numbered three wise, was the last number. There was one and two for sure, and then, yeah, three, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I think it'd be cool to have, like, a Tomb Raider 4 with, like, an older Lara Croft who's, like, still that kind of... Sure. <laughs> More flat of a character, but like we still kind of like have this reverence for her. Like I think like a Tomb Raider four would be kind of cool to be announced. The camera controls are like old school. Like <laughs> yeah, but there's like a dinosaur. You know, yeah, like yeah, we're still yeah. shooting a dinosaur. <laughs> Your save game gets wiped right at the end of the game. I guess that happened to you. That happened to me in Tomb Raider <laughs> one. Yeah, it seems very particular. Right, I mean, oh, I we all had. That I replayed the Come entire on. game. Ah, uh, no, I thought Tomb Raider one was like not- notorious for that, like oh. save corruption. On PS1, anyway. I don't cool. Know. Uh, this is fun. What are some other ones? Yeah. I, I'm I trying cannot to think, of, think of any. I'm struggling to think of any without consulting the internet. Sure. Like, what are some other big reboots that have happened? Like, let's just start there. Okay. Uh, I think Need for Speed was a really good example. Yeah. yeah it kind of went in there with that. Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor's great. Medal yeah. But those weren't really numbered, so how would you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that would be like one to come back to. I mean, Battlefield... Yeah, Battlefield sort of did this with Battlefield One, like they yeah. went back and and Call of Duty. They both went back to World War Two or One. Yeah, had, no, but they we had know never they're done already. One. Those are the reboots, and so basically, right. those are to, the like, reboots. They so now they have come to come back. Yes. Yeah. Would it be weird. worth it? Would it be worth it to make Battlefield Three? Well, oh, that'd be so weird. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I would say that like Call of Duty going future was the reboot, and then. This is going back to World War Two, sure, sort of. But they didn't do like Call of Duty three or four or five or whatever it would be. Yeah. Uh, I think we're out. I think we're out. Yeah. But I don't know. I get the impression we're not like disgusted by it, especially with the with DMC five. I think it's a great idea. I think it's the right call. I think it's especially like funny. Tell my cries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think Devil May Cry 5 would sell better than a new Devil May Cry game. For sure. I think. Not well, even DMC, yeah. but like, a, well, we're going in a third new direction. It's kind of like, yeah, it's at a certain point. Yeah, it's like. Well, I think it also suggests, which is what I would hope, that if a, re- if a company tries a reboot and it doesn't work out, they're not like, well, this is dead forever. Just bury it in the backyard. You're like, oh, well, come, you know, try something else. Yeah. You know, SSX, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if, what if, this is a weird one. Okay. What if Grand Theft Auto redid four, but in the style of one and two, like top down bit, like, like, you know, like 16 bit graphics or whatever. Like that's such a funny idea. I mean, they did that for like Chinatown Wars. Oh, did they? And you can play three top down. Like you can, it's a camera camera angle, but I mean like they like beef up the story or whatever, and then just do it straight up GTA one style. Yeah. That'd be so weird. Just, yeah. like, put it out for, like, 10 bucks on PSN or whatever. I remember how badly we wanted, like, a, a Super Mario 64 too. you know? Oh, yeah. And so, the, like, it wasn't like Mario was rebooted when uh, new Super Mario games came out. I feel but, like, like you can almost so reword this question instead of getting hooked on a reboot. Like, mm-hmm. omit a sequel that chain altered the, like, trajectory right. of yes. a series. Right, And yeah. delete and that and go back that. and, make imagine a, Silent a, Hill a, a 5, sequel that. So, like, a good one, if we did that. <laughs> sure. So, I'll go answer. Uh, delete Final Fantasy 13, make a proper sequel to Final Fantasy 12. And that's not like that open world, like that, yes. If they came out with a game and called it Final Fantasy 13, could you imagine that? <laughs> they announced a game called Final Fantasy 13. Oh, I, I would love it that. Works yes. for t- time yes. out, actually. Kyle's that. laughing because so I forgot cool. an important part. Yeah. Uh, I'm also redoing history here. Like, delete oh, 13 yeah, from yeah, history. Yeah. Right, right. And a different type of 13 had come out. You got to well, delete three games, man. Yeah. Oh, the, those would never have. So 13, the 2, 13, reality. and yeah. Lightning Returns would have. Yeah, sorry. That would be required. No, I like In the Berenstein Bears reality, they've got a good Final Fantasy 13. But here we are in the but stain here we verse. are <laughs> in the stain verse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, uh, let's do another question. Uh, stain verse. I want to do. Uh, let's rip from the headlines. Headlines. Let's do this. Howdy panel. Where do you draw the line oh, between? Wait, who submitted that last one. Um, that was from Aurelian. Aurelian. Yeah. Nice question. Thank you. Howdy panel. Where do you draw the line between poor game design and poor business practices? Ooh. I was talking with a coworker of mine today about Metal Gear Survive's $10 additional save slots. By the way, we get a lot of questions that are like, settle this argument with me and my friend. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're going to do it. Uh, he believes it. that for some reason, Metal Gear Survive is a bad game. My opinion. <laughs> so, oh, I'm so sorry. I read that. Sorry, I, I read that completely wrong. All right. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if we can tackle yeah, this. For some reason. <laughs> we no, don't no, have no. time for this. It's the opposite of what I just said. Okay, I was talking to my coworker of mine today about Metal Gear Survive's $10 additional save slots. If you want an additional save slot, you got to pay $10. Real world. He believes that for that specific reason, Metal Gear Solid is a bad game. Just that reason alone. My opinion is that it's a bad business practice, but I consider that separate from the design of the game itself, i.e., the minute-to-minute gameplay, etc. I offered that if Knights of the Old Republic had purchasable save slots, would that mean it's a bad game? To which he responded, yes, it would be. For what... Yeah, we'll even make fun of your friends' voices. For what (laughs) specific reasons does the panel consider a game bad versus either the business practices involved with that game or anything else that doesn't involve minute-to-minute gameplay? Thanks so much for taking my question. If you do, and keep being awesome, love, and respect, anachronistic timepiece. 
Jones. Cool name. I think when it directly gets in the way of you enjoying the game. When you're doop doop doo doo I'm loving the wait. And you stop, speed bump, wait, what what? Sure. And, then, and like, you know, the executives come in, they're like, Yeah, it was stop. And now now you gotta do that or now you gotta pay us more and now you wait, hold off and do, wait, uh, wait a month to play that. Do save slots do that to you? Not with MG, because it's like the only reason we found out about that is because we wanted to figure out how many hairstyles women characters had. And yeah. so we had to like create a new character to do that. Cause I forgot to check when I was making yeah. one and we're like, oh, oh, whoa, you can't make one. Where like I I, I can't think of the, the scenario most players will find themselves in and survive where that's, they're like, time to move on to a second one in this right. dull survival game. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's so, my thing is like with save spots specifically, like a lot of other games, you just get one character like single player games, like a narrative game, you know, you get one save and that's your character like Dark Souls or well, no, not Dark Souls, but like some games, you know, it's a, tied to your account. And, like, you have to make, you have to sign in as a different user to have a different playthrough, you know? Sure. And, like, that's just how that game is. So it's like, Metal Gear Survive might as well have just not had other character slots. Yeah, it is kind of funny. Like, I think of, like, Metal Gear Solid 5 didn't have, like, separate save slots right. for my character. Uh, right. Yeah, I guess that is a weird thing to think about. No, no, I guess I could start a new game you and could, save it on a different slot. You totally could. I guess could. you could make a new save slot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like, and still have your old one to go back to. Right. But, I mean, like... It's still like you know what I mean. Like it's not a new character slot. Yeah, I don't know. It's and still you can that same character. Still play the entirety of Metal Gear Survive, and not like be stopped. You know, like it's just when you wanted to make a second person to start over. Yeah. That, that now now you have that issue. Whereas NBA Two K, like we're talking about, five seconds into booting that game up, all immediately it's like, hi, you, you're. You're screwed unless you give us cash right the one now. I, the one that I think is the worst about NBA 2K, the one that I, I can't rationalize. You know, I like try to like, why would they do that? Uh, you can't look at the haircut before you spend your currency on it. Oh, yeah, that's, wow. that's Lord. not false. I love wow. like, that. That's insane. Did the latest WWE game also like that one actually you had to like buy moves or something? Or? It did, but they removed your ability to spend money on it. So it's still. Oh, it's so oh. dumb. The game design ah. is still built around this currency, but you can't spend real life dollars on it. But it's still this annoying like rigmarole. That uh, Need for Speed last year. That that was a bad game. Yeah, bad game because of I mean bad writing, bad acting, bad story, bad you know um, uh, uh, other problems. But uh, yeah. the the way the, the core game the core the way that game is structured. Yes, the base game is flawed because um, of business practices. Practices can't talk. This is kind of adjacent to this. Let it die, which I love. I think it's a fun game, great. Doesn't take itself very seriously. Free to play, important distinction, but there's a difficulty spike on floor 26 that is so bonkers <laughs> that it almost like you you basically kind of have to start paying money. Yeah. to to keep going. And I think that some free to play games, I can't call up any other examples at this moment, but like take that approach where it's like Hey, we're gonna ease you in, and then there's gonna be this huge spike where it's I would like say most. you basically, yeah, where they, you they're basically, designed that way. Yeah, they're yeah. designed that yeah. way, and where it's like you either are going to have to commit an absurd amount of your life or just start paying actual money. I'll, I'll give you another one: uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Oh, there's a clear moment in Pocket Camp where you're like, where oh, you're like, ah. oh, I'm out of essence, <laughs> sporty essence. Oof, need that. And you know, like, come back tomorrow. And you're, you're like, done. no, it's I want to just do it. Yeah. It's the wall. Every yeah. free to play yeah. game, yeah. every microtransaction game's got it. The wall. Okay. So why are we excusing the? So I guess we're excusing the save file because it's not obtrusive. It's not a wall. It doesn't affect how like that. And I think another reason you excuse Metal Gear Survive is that it's forty dollars. It is less than. Right. A, a, also, you can like, work around time. that. Yeah. Whereas it's hard to work around other things. Hard to work around at Need for Speed. You you have to wait. 
Yeah. You've got, there's a clock. You got to wait through it. It's hard to work through NBA because you you know you only have four options. <laughs> you know, and so there's like the game is clearly tantalizing you within minutes of starting the game up with other content. Well, mm-hmm. the the weird thing too, reminding you immediately what it is. I, I've never been the kind of person that rolls multiple characters at the same time. I just don't. I don't like doing that. For me, it like it breaks my immersion. I want to be this person, and that's my story, and that's how it's happening. Right. Yeah. Like so, very, very rarely do I ever, even after I've beaten it, start a new character and start over. Um, so that's never been my experience. But I know that a lot of other people have multiple accounts. A lot of MMO players have multiple accounts. You know, for various reasons. So like, I could see if you're trying to like Destiny's a big one where people roll all three classes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't Nest- know if in Metal Gear Survive if you can like cross. Like, give each other stuff. No reason to. No right. reason to. So I don't see there's you, be you, a reason. You look different. Right. That's it. Yeah. It's so the like, only reason to make another character. Or you just die. You just you're, you screw up that first so playthrough hard, so bad. Because yeah. you're just missing all the signals. You don't know what resources are but you more can valuable delete, than others or what activities you should In do. that case, you can yeah, delete you your character. Yeah. 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 So it's just like, yeah, I don't see that as being a detriment to this game specifically. Weird, I mean, the precedent for MMOs is you do have to pay for extra characters. Right. So it's like, mm, sometimes. Some of them. Yeah, some of them. used to be... Pretty standard. But I mean, to me, it's, it's not like. Anymore? I don't know about other ones. But now you get like three well, usually. Yeah, it's some, a lot of them give you like a, a fixed amount that you can make yeah. okay. uh, up to gotcha. a certain amount. If you want more, you could pay more, but I, I don't think they usually go that route anymore. Uh, Final Fantasy XI was like a buck for like uh, a new character or something. I remember, yeah, something, I remember something. That, that one charged you. Small. Like that one charged you. <laughs> I forget what WoW did originally. Like for. I, th- I thought you had like a couple and then you could buy more later. That's how like Eve anyway, was. Yeah. I want to I want to do more examples of things though where we just say like oh that's a bad game even though it's not minutes minute gameplay. I have some examples. Okay. It, for me, it's like a story, a story element uh, will absolutely say like oh it's a bad game. Give an example. Like, yeah, what, I uh, mean like a DLC or no. So like uh, we talked about Dragon Ball Fighters last week where mm. like the game in the the game story they stare at you the the player of the game and say hi welcome to the game like you're in Goku's body right now that's a bad game. But that has nothing to do with paying money. No, no, no. We're talking about... He, the, the second part of the question yeah. is, like, are, th- are there other things that you just discredit? Oh. You'll just say a game's a bad oh. game. Oh, things that... Yeah, oh. that have nothing to do with minute-to-minute gameplay. Like, I know Dragon Ball Fighters gameplay is great, but I don't want to play it anymore because Goku looks at me and says, like, hey, you're in my body now. For me, there, for me things like... Um, where control is taken away from me in an abrupt and startling way where it's not a clear delineation to a cutscene... Um, like if the camera is constantly being taken, but it's still gameplay. Yeah. I hate that. And you would point in the cycle. That's a bad game. Yeah, I get that. That kind of stuff really drives me up the wall. If you don't make great strides to assist me in falling in love with at least one character in RPG in the first hour, I'm out. Right. Yeah. Nothing to do with game minute minute gameplay. But you're like that's a bad game. The combat system could be the greatest thing I've ever played. But like, if I don't care about these people, I'm not putting 40 hours into their journey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pacing is hard too in in RPGs a lot of the time, and I mean Which like is, again, just one, just one. Make person. me care about one character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Uh, so combat yeah. systems are good too. Like <laughs> if a bad combat system, who boy, sorry, Witcher. Well, that's game. To, that's minute minute gameplay. Yeah, oh, that's that's like right in the middle of the question. But yeah, that's I, true. Yeah, I think we kind of hit on something at the end there. <laughs> I just pissed a bunch of people off for no reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your friend's like not wrong. If your friend says like, nah, Metal Gear Survive is a bad game because you got to pay for slots. It's like whatever. That's that's that person's opinion. Yeah, opinions are beautiful things because other people can have them and they don't have any impact on your life at all. Yes, yes. let them. Jones, I can 
Elaborate. sprinkle a little salt on it. Uh, Put some I, salt I just on think that. because it, it, I'm not saying how they feel because I don't know. I'm just saying what it, it sounds like to me. Some of those opinions that it's like instantly you apply that to any game and it's bad. And I, I think you could throw any kind of design flaw that you found in some game that like might not hurt another game as much. I, I don't think it deserves to be just kind of tossed out over the entire industry. Be like, if this happens, sorry. You yeah. know, like e- even that, like even me saying if I don't care about characters, like if it's funny, like I, I play a lot of Conquer and like I didn't really care about anybody in Conquer's Bad Fur Day, but like it was funny, you know, yeah. so like that kept me going, so... Not an RPG, bad example, but um, I, I mean, just think, I would, yeah, I just, you know, just be open ended. I guess is my, I would definitely say that hope. your your friend's opinion seems a bit extreme if applied across the board. Yeah, yeah, but still, again, that's their opinion. They they can think that whatever. For example, uh, a lot of people. I just saw a lot of sentiment on on social media about Metal Gear Survive being done by Konami hard out. Sorry, right. And it's like, that game could be great. You don't know. It's not, but it could, you know. <laughs> but it's just a lot of people being like, yeah. no, done. And it's like, well, what do you do if you're Konami? Like, I get, like, uh, five people within this company of thousands were really, really mean to, to Kojima. <laughs> you know, where all these other people probably saw what was happening. We're like, that sucks. And then, like, then Konami went to them and we're like, hey, this IP, do something with it. And they're like, all right, uh, maybe zombies. Like, oh, interesting idea, you know. The, and they're like, just didn't work out because they could, you know. Konami, They trusted though, too much like... on the, 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 the platform. They were like, oh, you know, they already did all the hard work of making this engine and, and making the gameplay and, you know, the animations and everything. Like, we just got to figure out the zombie component. And they just missed some marks. But, yeah. like... Just Johnson. immediately discrediting it because of a company behind it. The it's thing that hit me the hardest. a majority of the company for the actions of a few. Yeah, the thing that hit me the hardest there was like Kojima left with some of his crew to go create Kojima Productions, uh, you know, uh, on his own as an independent studio. Uh, but there's still a huge team of people who worked on Metal Gear Solid Five still at Konami. You know, they still made that game, and like I did feel bad for them. Uh, but yeah, there are plenty of reasons not to like Metal Gear Survive. I mean, that yeah. to me, to me, the thing with Metal Gear Survive is like. Who had high expectations for Metal Gear Survive, or who would, who would now be surprised that there's like weird, crappy microtransactions? And there were weird, crappy microtransactions in Metal Gear Solid Five. Yes. Like, if you're surprised by this, you 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 are unaware of what this game probably was and what the company making it would probably do. You know, so it's like, I I imagine with Metal Gear Survi- Survive, like. A rational person's expectations should have been low enough that pretty much anything this game did wouldn't surprise you. The fact that it had is it pushed its story as hard as it did legit surprised yeah. me, man. I was <laughs> oh, like, sure. I was like, yeah. oh, what an easy thing to do is just not put a not story, a story in it. You know? yeah. I was just like, all right, add zombies, done. You know, get our paycheck. I mean, that, that's that. You know, like that's surprising. <laughs> but I mean, like the quality of the yeah, game, right. not surprising. Right. Yeah. You know, like you shouldn't be mad at Metal Gear Survive for not being great. I would say the ten dollars safe slots is like the last thing to be mad about. Yeah, because it's just like that's like telling you that it's raining in Seattle. I should say though, it's I like s- sure, okay. I saw uh, I saw an Angry Joe video that was like discovering that you have ten dollars save slots in Metal Gear Survive, and it had like eight hundred fifty thousand views. And it's like, <laughs> man, Angry Joe, I don't know if I could watch this whole video, dude. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, like cl- clearly people feel that way. People clearly feel that that's too much for a safe slot. That there is something sketchy there. Just- the yeah just the wording putting like the headline any kind of monetary value assigned to unlocking a save slot right something because it's not a save slot it's another character yeah which is still stupid yeah but it's not a save slot it's too much for what that is your your main playthrough you have a save and you're saving 
You're not, you don't, they don't, it's not an arcade machine. Yeah, yeah. people think like they see the save slot spots, like you get one, like $10 for this road, $10 for right, a three, $10 right, for right. a four. That's not like what that's what, that's coming to people's heads. And like, if that was what it was, it's like, that would be horrible. And that's what everyone fears. But uh, again, I haven't followed this too much. So I just saw like the headlines like, oh yeah, well that happened. I would pay Nintendo $10 to have the ability to make another save slot on my switch so I could back up my saves. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> no, Damiani, do some, not say some that. Some companies please. can like just do that to make you so insane. It's like, hey, you worried about your saves? But I mean, Another like, saves? you you pay you pay Sony cloud, for the right for the to cloud yeah. save. Like, you're already doing that. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, cheaper. I would I would pay. Yeah, like just bring the cloud part of the service right now. Switch for saves. I would do that. I think that's gonna be part of the online service. Oh, yeah, totally. It freaking yeah, better totally be. Is. Uh, cool. Man, we only did two. Well, we, we were talking. That's good. Uh, time for bets. Next week's bets about uh, Scribblenauts Showdown, which will be released on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch on Tuesday, March 6th. I'm going to look at the top 10 most recent reviews on OpenCritic. How many times will I read the word fun? As a bonus, I will exclude any instances of fun preceded by the word not or any of its contractions earlier in that sentence. We discuss these rules. We all we all yeah, understand these right. rules. So isn't, wouldn't. Yes. But even if it's not, if it's don't, used in a positive, don't expect to have fun. Yeah. 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 That's do not. Yeah. That that would be excluded. Uh, it shouldn't be this fun, even though that's positive. I, I'm afraid I still have to exclude it. <laughs> okay. Um, and then as as Damiani said, uh, it's fun, and then parentheses, no, it's not, would actually be count- counted because not appears after. After. Fun. Yes. If that happens so, in anybody's review. <laughs> it's basically your standard Kyle rules for something. Jones? One. Great. Ian? Three. Michael Damiani? Well, I also bet one. And I bet two. Ha-ha! Uh, yeah. yeah! I took the whole upper echelon with yeah. three. I know. I think that's... You're in a good spot with that. I'm in a great spot. Time to talk about last week's bet. We bet about Moss, which is a PSVR game that came out today, February 27th. What will the file size be? Jones, you bet 4.5 gigs. Ooh. Blood bet 6 gigs. Wait. Ben bet 12.4 gigs. Oh, everyone's going higher than that. That's VR, though. Oh, I After bet, I said 4 gigs, I was like, oh, it's VR. It's VR. I, I bet 7.2 gigs. The actual amount of gigabytes is 6.35. It's a win for Bloodworth. Ah, feels bad. I got close. I got close. Yeah, okay. That's, not, uh, that's, that's, a good, that's a win for us, though. Yeah, that's a win for you. That's, that's a win right. for you personally. You get all the stuff. Uh, I do? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Yep. So Ian? that uh, total yeah, score, so Red Grouse, it. four. <laughs> Gorgeous Gorillas, two. <laughs> <laughs> Droopy Eagle, two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's talk about Patreon for a second, uh, because that is how Easy Allies exists. Not just this podcast, this entire group of people who make more videos about video games and other things. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, anime we recorded today. Uh, so yeah, we do lots of videos about everything. We do lots of live streams. Uh, so if you're into Twitch, if you're into YouTube, check out Easy Allies. Uh, and I should say that... If you are a $5 patron of the Easy Allies, you get this podcast two days early, and you are privy to the weekly post in which I cull together your uh, your love and respect questions, and also now uh, your submissions to end for that reason, <laughs> which we will get better at. It's going to be a smooth segment. Damiani's going to... Because, Damiani, it's about the tension, and for that reason, 
I'm out. That's how it's supposed to be delivered, you know? <laughs> you won't do it. Okay. We're, you won't do it. We're going to get good at that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah. He's going to be like, and because of that. <laughs> get out of my face. Yeah. Get out of my face. <laughs> yes. uh-uh. So, uh, patreon.com slash easy allies is worth checking out, it's seeing uh, process. what kind of incentives we can deliver to you. Uh, Damiani, what was your favorite part of the podcast this week? My favorite. Part was Brandon thinking Chrono Trigger is legitimately on Super Nintendo Classic. Okay, we should give we should give background to that. Okay, so we set up for. I don't our know if we should. <laughs> okay, you're right. We won't. We'll stop calling Damiano. But that, that was so good. That, like, Your plausible yes, deniability for Damiani. I be- Damiani, I believed. I believed for some reason. You the European- believed for so long. I, yes. Now it is the next level of the goal is for it to end up on Wikipedia. <laughs> the European Europe- version had all Damiani's these yeah, The European <laughs> version of Damiani's SNES classic. Ninja Turtles was on it, man. Ninja uh, Turtles was on it. <laughs> Ian, what was your favorite part of the podcast? <laughs> uh, besides that, uh, there are a lot of great parts. We had some laughs. I, I really think that that basketball game is a great idea. Sure. Yeah. I really <laughs> loved that idea. So I'll say that. Uh, Brandon Jones, your favorite part of the podcast? Damiani refusing to play by your rules. Refusing. Oh, oh you like that? I was yeah. refusing so much as I was. <laughs> so I think the funny thing was I did read the concept behind it. So I knew what the game was we were playing. Uh-huh. I just didn't know like the, 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 the how he wanted us to present it. Oh, yeah. So I had no idea about it's that. very particular. So I was yes. like, huh. Okay, I'm in. You're like, Damiani, what's wrong? I was like, whoosh, I didn't know. I didn't know that part. That's your impression of me? That's what you sound like. No. That's that's, that's what you sound like. That is is my general impression of generic humanity. All right. (laughs) That is not an impression of Kyle Which just happens to line up exactly with the way your voice sounds. I think think my favorite part of the podcast is uh, when we turned it around and started having a really fun time talking about Monster Hunter World and success. You know, because we dealt with a lot of bad video game news, and then yeah. we, like, so good. we really turned. We really shifted off of that. Yesrb. So yeah, uh, good podcast. Ian Hink. Hey, you've won the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. It's been a while. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, you want to reiterate, or simply just thought of right in this moment. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. Okay. Ian Hink at Ian Hink, H I N C K. Twitter. I haven't done this in a while, okay? No yeah, one, I don't no one who sits in my spot ever wins. <laughs> I know. This is weird. Uh, yeah, things are getting freaky. Uh, video plug. Um, uh, I would say Easy Update's 100th episode. I'm pretty proud of how that came out. Um, it, it it ended up being kind of like a philosophical like <laughs> kind of exercise. I don't know. Uh, give that a look if you haven't. I, I'm really proud of that one. Uh thing I disagreed with. I didn't really disagree with anything, I don't think. Uh, it's fine work. You don't have to I'm, I'm, well, I'm sorry I said that thing about The Witcher. That was a, low, a needless call out to, to its bad combat. And I'm sure I've said it's upset someone. Uh, I just I just prefer Bloodborne, you know? That's, I'm sorry. Don't be mad at me, please. Um, good night and good game. Enjoying these microtransactions. The Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. Brent Klaus, Ebb Software, L. Thanis, Hoag Law, 
Keyless, Jojo Dentco, Mango, Sweet Justice, James Thomas, Greg Kettering, Max Taker 34 Liebeck, MC Griffin, Nate Killick, KG2 Entertainment, Nick, Walker Hope, Sam G, Will Schmuck, Linear System of Equations, Michael Kozachenko, Gabriel Heilborn, Professor Metal Gear, Bradley Spees, Zachary Wingate, Jan Tyson, Ken Lair, Beaten Down Brian, Silent Consonant, Andrew Reif, Sigma, Dan Sebring, Tim O'Keefe, Nick Owens, Robert Stoffel, Wobess, Caleb Aranda, Corey Jackson, Richard Smuts, Jake Musser, Anti Ataraxia, Richard G. Flowers, Yo Butts, Michael Besegli, Caden Geist, Demos Clay, Chum Nguyen, Dave Red, Knowledge God, Thomas Wigginton Jr., Neil Bruce, Jared Reif, Matthew Pauling, Gino Elite, Carl Williams, Jason A. Sackle, Candy Coated Thorns, 44 Stars, G. Levin, Charles Anthony Iapacino, G. Ken, Hitman 47, Ryan Anderson, Jean Philippe Legacy, Colt Doss, Paul Molson, Cody Harden, Jay Shee, Marcel Giru 17 Froelich, Phoenix Doss, Lee Young, Andrew Kidd, Thomas Gonzalez, Peter Davis, Hudson Bilbury, Rack, Brad Lohman, Simon Anderson, Malfalax, Ian Santa Anna, Mylene LaPearl Vanass, Tim Strothman, Caleb Crawford, DRD 7 of 14, Blue Suter, Todd Yurkovic, Joe Burns, Patrick Chong, Marco Flores, Sergio Ruben Hernandez Gallegos, Stephen Last, Ahmad Naki, Jesse Vitelli, The Banana Forklift Killer, Oh Yes Cool Great, Joachim Morovuo, Gustav Strombaum, Kelvin Hartanto, Marcel Markov, Mark J. Betters II, Nefertiti Jenkins, David Wen, Oni Black Mage, Luke Arnold, Matthew Holcomb, Daryl Schramm, Brent Phillips, Leif Johnson, Eduardo Ortiz, Catherine Lay, Gary James, John Santoro, Robert Crouch, Mikhail Agnell, Sean German Efficiency Clinton, Ulf himself, Matthew Robles, By Manis, V8 Dave, Nasser, Ritz 1906, Fabian Schuster, The Solar Sailor, Trenton Robeson, Tony Knox, I Sun Chor, Forrest, Caleb Ledoux, Mike Hook One, Bry Guy, Quick Scares, Alexander Schiller, The Classiest Hobo, Captain Fancy Pants, Jonathan Schofield, Adam Penny, Zinterax, Modren, Paul Bishop, Travis Miosi, Trey Whetstone, Adam Damon, Sean Mackey, Yasser Alusaini, Leroy Anderson, Jonas Andreas Sibison, Reed Johnson, Manuel Thomas, Peter Wen, Luke Bennett, Adam Scherenbrock, Not Jack, Kurzus Stavrogowski, Kevin McMaster, Allison Burt, Anna Lancaster, Bjornar Haraldsvik, Sean De Almeida, Saturn, Ace Jackson 777, Jacob Whittington, Charlie, Wouter DeHayes, Michael Favacci, Matthew Holmes, Eric Maynard, Fabian Winkler, Cartridge Brothers, Bernardo Del Castillo, Leon Keyes, Mugen Hamura, Raymond Lee, Yasser Kerbushi, Clay Roberts, Shauna Metz, Todd Paxton, Faraz Rizvi, Dakota Hayes, Zustick, Don Turner, Mumble Mumbleton, Masuki 211, Kyle Bradford, Jesse Fish, Shinobazu, Jason Joint, Edison S. Prada Jr., Alexander Breveglieri, Travis Ng, Ahmad Al Rashed, Tuttle, Furious Action Gamer, Stuart Sidall, Joseph Caruso, Michael Schreiber, G. Sith, Haley Hill, Matt Gunther, Evan Eng, Joshua Vanswall, Eric Gustafson, Refill, Sebastian Trier, Samsa Stormbomb, Bonnie and Jason Connor, Alex A.I., Jeffrey Daniel Lasley, Stephen Walther, Rock Gordon, Mac, Carlos Zuniga, Diggles, Ryan Cohen, Adam Mullaney, Link 666 Goron, Simon Gauthier, Momo Rashid, M. Legend, Red Roll Art, Akira Sendo, Colin Reinert, Calgareth, Eddie Reisner, Chase Caldwell, Hawkins Stirs and Stirs, Barry, 
Mikey Mizek Novak, Adam Henry, Beautiful Kai, Mac Jam, Sean Rao, Ronnie Halperin, Caffeine Rage, David Kennedy, Durgesh Patel, Kenneth Procius, Mike Calvi, Sarah, Ricardo Abarca, Philip Stadler, Gary Fair, Anthony Daniel Galvin, Benny Samuelson, Trolls Rasmussen, Daniel Wong, Jameson Anderson, Vincent Foliat, Hutchitron, Ahab, Neobear, Sebastian Olson, Ven Von Brand, Tetra Ninja, Alex Glass, Junior Motomura, Mithers Strongbeard, Nycrypt, Mons Anderson, Elvin Skogheim, Jay Aldiar, Morgan Worth, Sam Sorensen, Matt Ferguson, Michael Tenick, William Heaney, Christer Lundmark, Tim Mann, Chris the Pianist, Michelle Nubb, Sandra and Richard Acero, Battleox, David Tran, MC Griffin, Mick Malloy, Yo Butts, Adam Barker, Philip Klarskov Jensen, Sun Fam, Alex Monaco, Arthur Henrique Chinaglia, Cody Westley, Nuno Amaral, Galen Moxley Hagert, Twisted Heart, David Boyarski, Rajiv Maharaj, Toasty Soul, Sean McGing, Pete Cerny, Joachim Wiederberg, Christopher Santis, Sam Hendrick, Christian Hundorf, Andreas Coter, Egg Stravaganza, Gali Gutierrez, Addison Muir, The Fatty Show, Jason Shields, Rickster EXE, Julio Ruiz, Lars Berger, Monica, Lorenzo, Remy Loisel, Jordan Kirk, Pete Shoemaker, Repus Eden, Irvin De La Torre, Cyberboa, Christophe Fatui, Azazel Valkyrie, G.W. Fox, Outcast Writer, Chris Bennett, Liam A. Hearn, Helping Leon, Jean Sebastian B., Crediar, Self Confessed Cynic, V. Cura Ray, Tristan Howard, Jeremiah Snowden, Materia Addict, Robert I., Blaster Master, Miguel Rivas, Alex Lavanier, Malcolm Mochette, Adam Cal, Joel Olson, Rez, Robert Ori Einerson, Christopher Donnelly, Matt Karwaski, Jesper Lawson, Joel Short, Marco Hernandez, Magnus Rasmussen, Clinton Hayes, Siyun Kim, Andrew Amos, Struggler, Tense George, Bunny Chen, Joey and Kate, Wavering Radiant, Raymond Chow, Ian Anderson, Dan Pan 16, C.S. Lewis, Orugachino, Jana, Roy Sung, Marius Smit, Kim Monk Vonderleith Hagensen Petersen, Colin Hoylman, Reed Marlett, Ali Khan Sunger, Shanley Ladia, Dale A. Brule, Kyle, Rerun, Arkham Fantasy, Luisa Barra, Dale Sun, Philip Higdon, James Brown, Jan Ivar Carlson, Spencer Stevens, Supernova Smith, Elliot Moscow, Daniel Fuchs, Ivan Ponce, Jay Potter, Christopher A. Butler, Ian Bradburn, John Prey, Sean Essen, Sebastian K. Urban, Marco Zanone, Alec Church, Culinary Stud.